Hello, this is Brandykins, and welcome to another episode of the Terrific Talk Podcast. This is episode 12. In this episode, I speak with Tim Cowles, Linda Cowles, and Clemens Coring about the aftermath of the shape-shifting detective and what is next for them. This was a live interview recorded on twitch.tv slash brandykins. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and stay terrific, everyone. Hello, everybody out there, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Terrific Talk and another awesome episode, episode 12. I have three guests who are involved in some way, shape, or form with the full motion video game that came out last month. Can't believe it's already been a month now. Whoa, the shape-shifting detective. So I have Tim Cowles, Linda Cowles, and Clemens Coring. I always get like really like uh, about pronunciation names, like I don't want to like piss people off. So I I got it right. Okay, yay. So, okay. Kind of. Okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Pair. Okay. That, that's a good way to remember it. All right. So, I will remember it that way. So, thank you all so very much for taking time out of your evening to come on the podcast and talk some stuff about Shapeshifting Detective with me. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah. Good to, yep. And Tim's, in case that you all haven't known, Tim has already been on once before when the game has wasn't released yet. And now here he is for some strange reason, just back again. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? You asked, so I, was, I have to. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just like I sent him a threatening message saying, look, be on my podcast. Or no, it was actually like a really nice conversation. I said, will you please come on again? And he was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. It's nice to have a kind of before and after. You were there yeah. before the Oh, that was before the game was released, last time you were on. Right, yeah. So, and now it's, it's been a month. So. That's, that's probably long enough, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's peaked and gone. Oh, yeah, the month, that's how they... That's how uh, uh, I hope people will still be talking about the game for many months. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So, oh, we already got some highs and hellos coming in uh, from Tayana Studios and Lacia Finley. Hello. Oh, hi. hi. <laughs> Hope that you guys are doing well. All right. I'm. Yep, yeah. FNB people. Yes, FNB love forever. <laughs> <laughs> we try. Yeah, which yeah, we try. We try. Yep. Hashtag FMB love. Yes, 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 yes. So we'll we'll gush about FMV like definitely further into the podcast. But last time I blabbed on and I introduced everybody, but this time I'm going to turn the honors over to you all individually to introduce yourself. So first we're going to start with Tim. So Tim, introduce yourself. Talk about what you do and why you're so awesome. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, Keep it short. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Tim. I'm one half of DMX Studios. We make murder mystery games and FMV games. 
and uh, it's probably really awesome because I do it with my partner Linda. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just passed the baton. Yeah, no, thank you. It's yeah. like, it's yeah. like just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Linda. I'm the other half of Dear Becky Studios, and I make murder mystery games and uh, FMV games. Um, and uh, they're awesome bounced. because. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they're awesome. Because Clemens is in. Oh, <laughs> oh nice kind of handoff of the baton there. <laughs> it's, I think, uh, being, I mean, in FMV games, there's so many things that are awesome, and especially in, you know, your guys' games. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Clemens, I'm Poe in The Shapeshifting Detective. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm an actor um, based in London, um, been an actor for 12 years. Around about twelve years, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, I've been very fortunate to be working with Tim and Linda on on, on Shapeshifting Detective. I mean, it's, it's been a, it was a lovely experience to work with them on the game, and it's it's, it's been such a good, wonderful response as well. Uh, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm oh. chuffed about the response to the game. Yeah, and Clemens is a, genu- is a genuinely nice guy. He doesn't he doesn't just turn it on for Skype. Like before you turn it on, he's like, I hate you all. I hate you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he actually was like that. Saying, I hate everybody. Everything. Oh, hi, everybody. It's nice to be here. <laughs> is it a coincidence that Poe was named after Edgar Allan Poe? Is that just like the coincidence going on there? Or is it just like, you know, something you discovered after the fact, like, oh. <laughs> no, no. No, because the, the actual character's name's John Pope, but mm. he's uh, obviously very uh, enthusiastic mm. about Edgar Allan Poe. And uh, um, I think the idea was that um, Monroe is the one who convinces uh, uh, Poe to be with her on the show, then to call it uh, Dark Nights with Poe and Monroe. Um, so. Um, that's that's the kind of the obviously Pope and Poe are very very close, but uh, uh, it, it kind of makes makes sense to then call the show Poe and Monroe because of the the kind of gothic atmosphere that the the, the, the radio show is uh, is kind of um, uh, trying to uh, convey. Uh, yeah, I definitely remember just like listening to. Um, you, uh, your voice and Leah's voice, that's just like, dang, now, those are radio voices. I could just listen to those 24-7. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. Well, if we did a 24-hour poll at Monroe, I think you'd be sick of us. You'd be like, oh, I can't, I can't stand those voices anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I can't stand those people anymore, click. It's like, no, really, the only voice I got sick of on the radio, like, was my own, because, oh, like, you know, because, with, you know, whatever. <laughs> because. Yeah, understand themselves, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you get sick of hearing yourself talk, you just, like, want to hear other people talk. Plus, the randomizer routine didn't work that well, so you probably heard yourself a lot. And then, <laughs> and then Chris Jones came up once for a four-hour playthrough. Yeah, so I don't know what happened there, but yeah. Yeah, one time I heard myself a lot, and then another time I heard like Adam Day a lot. Uh, the call, and then and the, which it's one that it really yeah, yeah, for it. yeah, and then yeah, then it, it is randomised, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I mean, it definitely is. We haven't, we haven't mm. put it in any particular order. Mm. It's mm. just because it's random, it doesn't. In Decca, when we randomise things, we 
we actually took everyone and put it in a sequence so you got one of each and then it would pick the sequence again uh, for shapeshift it just went through the pool and then picked one at random and then started mm -hmm. again so you could effectively if you're really unlucky get the get same, the same one, one over, and over, and over and over again yeah. but it's uh Hopefully it wasn't that bad for anybody. I mean, that's just in terms of murderous people the same murder and over and over again, which again was randomised in the same way. It's yeah, it's like I ended up getting the same murderer twice, like on both like full playthroughs. It's just like, oh wow, this person must really hate me because now they want to kill me again. <laughs> it just makes it look like when he did one, but there were more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, how many total murderers ended up being in the game overall? Like potential murderers. Three. There are three. Spoiler murderers. alert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. Like, I'm still like trying to be like, I don't want to spoil it for the people who haven't played it yet because, yes, it has come out. So I'm trying to like just skirt around the fact that this person's a murderer and then that person's a murderer and then that person's a murderer. It's, people, it's actually good for people to know that there's more than one because it in advance before doing their first playthrough because it's, it, it's, it gives, gives you an incentive to, uh, to, to do it again, to try the game again. To, to know that there's more, more endings is nice as well. From, from and even if you get the same, even if the murderer is the same, you can, uh, you can accuse them and like, you get one ending. Or if you pick the wrong person, you get a very different ending. And then there's other choices you can make in that. Yeah. So. There's still a lot to, to find, even though you've got, even if you get the same murderer. Yeah, yeah, definite incentive and replayability value in that game. It's, I suck as a detective, apparently, because I accused the wrong person twice, and I, got, I almost died twice. <laughs> did you? Okay. Did you, did you go through the whole list of uh, telling the chief that it was like the chief, it was you? Did you pick all the bad ones? Uh, I was going to do it like in the in this playthrough that I was just like recently doing and but that would be so funny to just like completely accuse just like the chief even though like, <laughs> there's lots of easter eggs in there yeah. we actually we specifically thought people would you know I, it wouldn't look and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't mess up your playthrough you, play you can just do it for fun yeah. you can keep going it's a fun thing to do to in games yeah. isn't it to try yeah. every possibility <laughs> Yeah. Push all the buttons. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just even though that it may be something that you wouldn't actually do as a person in real life, hey, it's a game, why not try like the out there choices? Oh, exactly, that's that's the that's the great thing about games in general, this escapism, you can do, you can get away with everything. Yeah, yeah. speaking of, I had the honor, ladies and gentlemen, of being punched in the face by Poe. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> so I oh, yes. yeah yeah and it's even a Steam achievement or oh, Steam and PlayStation I think you can get you can get the achievement um, if you if you get that but not not everyone has experienced that in the game but yeah <laughs> yeah potent I think is the name of that achievement yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah like I was justified for being punched in the face like in that game like I won't like give away why but yeah it was justified. <laughs> So for anyone out there who hasn't played the game, if you if you haven't yet, I mean that's that's gonna be that's one of the highlights. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play, yeah, play. Yeah, play live, yes, play shapeshifty detective and get punched in the face by Poe. Yeah. Did you did you, Radic? Did you get married, or didn't you? 
I did get married. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, it's just like in an, uh, in a sense, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so cute. And then on the other hand, it's like, oh my god, I am a horrible person. This character's got Poe's got a wife and kids, and like he's just went to like goodbye. That's why I love this character because it's both ends of the spectrum that that, that uh, Linda and Tim. Uh, got me to do. I could be really nice and really cruel as well. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, I didn't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I think a lot of people chose that. Yeah, I think more people probably said yes and no because it's more fun destroying other people's lives like that. Yeah. Than just <laughs> making those big decisions for them without them being there. You don't have to clear up the mess. No, exactly. yeah, someone else's problem. So. Yeah, that is true. It is somebody else's problem. It's not my own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, someone has a question in chat. Um, was the infectious madness okay? So we're going to Doctor Decker. Was the infectious madness of Doctor Decker the first game you wrote for, or were there other projects before then? So I guess this is directed to Tim and Linda. It was our first video game. Um, we've written a lot of um, murder mystery dinner party games, which is sort of our bread and butter business, as it were. Um, but we've wanted to make a, a full motion video game for a while. Um, so yeah, Dr. Decker was the first one. Very much, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've been running since 2004, so that's when we started writing uh, murder mystery games. And uh, we've been just cranking those out. I know it's business, actually. I think we've probably done about 30, 40 titles now. Yeah. But the, the, yeah, the FMV video games, those two that actually got published, I mean, I did dabble over the years with a few different types of uh, computer games that never got released, but yeah, that's the first. It's the first real ones. That, for Dr. Decker being the first full motion video game that you've made, dang. <laughs> <laughs> I find that hard to believe. We, we, we almost got away with it, didn't we? <laughs> I think, well, we're big fans, big FMV fans. Yeah. So really, we were just mm. doing what we loved and, co and copying some of the things that we loved. It was it was pretty easy if you, if you like the genre and, you, you know, we just followed... Oh, yeah, and also we we made the game that we wanted to make, didn't we? As in, we made a game that we wanted to play. And we apologise um, for anybody that couldn't use the password. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we liked it when we came up with it. It was, it was brilliant. But it, yeah. it obviously didn't turn out as well for a lot of people. Yeah. But um, really, again, still, if somebody could do an FMV game with a brilliant parser that recognised everybody's input. Faultless parser. Faultless, yeah, exactly. Basically, I think we just need to hire actors to interpret all the input <laughs> and, then, uh, yeah, and, and then just respond, basically. It just needs to be real life. Yeah, it's still it's alive, fun. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll do it for you guys. Not for anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> sign up for the next two years. <laughs> He's going to do live fmv Live FMV, then that would be a new experiment there. That would be a good idea, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like an art installation. But you have to charge by the hour, Clemens. Oh, yes. <laughs> That'd be funny. Well, 
maybe by maybe maybe by uh, maybe by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you want to continue continue seeing Clemens in this live full motion video experience? Then please insert four ninety nine for the <laughs> Kickstarter campaign. <laughs> So, uh, Clemens, what drew you to this um, full motion video game experience extravaganza? Because you're definitely no stranger to voiceover work or video game voiceover work. Because I got a chance to look at your uh, CV, like as it as it were, and very long list of games that you've done voiceover work for. Very impressive. Yeah, I mean, I've always been passionate about. The video games and the video games industry, um, and uh, with full motion, the, the 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 cool thing is it combines. And, and I'm also a screen actor, so the the, the 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 cool thing about full motion is that it combines screen acting and voiceovers. And I was I was obviously um, very fortunate that I got to do both in the in, in the Shape Shift Detective. But um, uh, when I saw the casting casting call for this game, I was I was very intrigued by by um, of course, by the, the reference to Edgar Allan Poe, because I'm a big Edgar Allan Poe enthusiast, um, and by the fact that it was uh, an opportunity to be in a full motion video game, because I've, 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 I did have done had uh, had done voiceovers for video games, and I've been on screen and in films and uh, and so on, and um, this was an opportunity to combine both both um, genre in one. So that 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 was certainly something that drew me to it. And of course, the, the once I knew what the character was all about, um, it, it's it, it seemed like a cool character to play. Yeah, he was just a really cool character. Ended up being one of my favorites, just in spite of the whole like mess that, like you know, <laughs> like yeah, the whole kind of gray area kind of yeah. thing there. <laughs> and like you want gray areas. Yeah. In games or in, in any kind of fiction, and uh, you, you want you want to kind of um, not always have kind of binary choices or binary characters. You want to have um, you want to be be surprised sometimes what you know what 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 characters can do and you know and how deep they can be. Right, you don't want a character that's just like a one-dimensional piece of cardboard because then you wouldn't be as invested in their motivations, their backstories, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. They're hard, aren't they? They're harder to act. It's, yeah. hard, it's got to be harder to act if, uh, if there's if not enough there. If it's more 2D, mm. you've got nothing to work off of, mm. whereas Poe definitely... Yeah, he has many surprises in a very short period, doesn't he? Which is, yeah, yeah. yeah, first... One thing that um, is quite ironic about uh, playing Poe was that, uh, obviously, I, 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 got, I got to play the, 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 the character uh, knowing that it would be an FMV, and then, uh, and then uh, Tim and Linda got me, oh, look, here's this, here's the, this uh, and we filmed the, the, the uh, live action scenes, and that is, oh, here's this, this, uh, this script for all the voiceover stuff, which, I, which uh, was, was a great surprise because I, you know, I, uh, I was mainly thinking, oh, you know, I've, 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 I've voiced characters in games, but here's a chance to be on screen in a game that is like, oh, it's actually uh, quite a, uh, it's more a voiceover part, than <laughs> which is uh, a, a cool surprise as well because I was like, okay, um, I get, get to do all these voiceover bits, but, uh, and but you're um, through, you're throughout the game. 
So I, I know. Uh, yeah. Poe only comes in at yeah. the end. You, yeah. You're one of the uh, first. Well, it, it is your voice, isn't it, that starts yeah. the game, opens the game. Yeah. Yeah. Despite all the different uh, uh, ways of playing the game, it's always got to be my voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get away from that. <laughs> yeah. No matter how hard you try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone in chat said, it's Poe! You're famous. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, forget him. <laughs> yeah, like, who, yeah, who's, who's, yeah, who's this guy? Like, I don't know this guy. <laughs> um, okay, so it looks like we got um, another question here. I'm just, like, kind of interspersing questions, like, within as they come. So um, looks like this is directed to Tim. So Tim, you've directed TV movies, video games, and video shorts. Which which did you enjoy directing the most? Uh, the FMV games, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the the film wasn't the most fun I've ever had. That was a little <laughs> while ago. I, I kind of more had to get over that before I could start filming again. <laughs> But the uh, yeah, the FMVs and they were different as well. So Decker was totally different to filming Shapeshift because we got to move around a little bit more for Shapeshift, and there were more locations and things. So Shapeshift was definitely a lot more fun, and hopefully next time it's going to be even more fun. Well, for me anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'd, hopefully for everyone who plays it as well. But yeah, hopefully we have more. You know, again, good locations, more kind of uh, action. Um, uh, it takes. It, it's uh, it's something we want to do. We definitely want to get more action into it, don't we? But it, it costs more money to film action. That's mm. that's, and and also people like the stories, and that drives a lot of content. So they then you end up with five hours, seven hours of FMV of people driving the story forward. So we will just have to see how it goes on the kind of on the edit, whether it's going to be an interesting game after you know. So your answers to the question was. So my answer was, yeah, definitely FMV. <laughs> Go and do FMV. Uh, uh, actually, you know what, as well? I, used, I did some TV directing, or so live TV directing of interviews. And that was like multi-camera um, kind of chat show. And that was a lot of fun as well. Because you get the kind of, uh, you get a bit of a, a sight going as you've got to cut in with the adverts and stuff on, on live TV. So that was quite fun. And you get to push all the camera people around and go, get me a close-up on a... It's just brilliant. And you get to call the shots and you've got the vision mix too, so you cut to one, cut to two. So that's cool as well. But obviously with the with the, with the the F&V stuff and the film stuff, you get to do as many takes as you want. I can imagine like you pushing people around and be like, get out of my way. I don't actually. I don't. I, 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 only, I don't. See, I only see. I only kind of see things like, let's do that again so that you look better. Or, but that's the thing. Know? If 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 Tim had ever pushed anyone around in TV directing, then it's certainly uh, he's completely changed. Because when he directs, direct, as, as an actor, I could, I, I could, he's one of the friendliest directors I've ever worked on. Thank he's you. so polite. <laughs> I guess and it's yeah, it's it's uh, it made it a lot a lot easier the fact that he, well, he was you know, some just... actors have said Tim puts the direct directing though. Because he doesn't um he doesn't uh beat around the bush when it comes to saying, Yeah no let's do that again. It, yeah, yes, but he doesn't do it in a bit. kind of yeah, like, we can do better. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's always kind of explaining why as well, which was which was really helpful. Why we're doing different takes of the same line, so yeah. uh, that's that that helps the process of kind of 
getting the character right when you kind of know why you're, you're, you're meant to do it slightly differently in the next take. Yeah. Ha hashtag director. As you yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag, as yeah. Going, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. Do it, yeah. It doesn't really help, does it? Yeah. Right. So, like, knowing just, like, the motivation and the why just behind not only the character, but then the director's vision for that character. Well, also, I mean, mm. Clement, mm. We we're talking about, you're talking about shot choices as well, weren't mm. you? Because when we're doing the whole. Uh, scene that I shouldn't mention that we talked about earlier, but we don't want to give any spoilers away. Uh, you know, I had to say to Clem, you know, then you're going to kneel into the camera, mm. and we've got this uh, kneel into the camera. What was that? Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so we, I was saying to you, wasn't I? How are we going to cut them together? And all yes, that stuff? So those, it, those technical things. Because yeah. often, as an actor, you 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 you're not even meant to know exactly how the director and editor how they're going to put everything together. So it kind of it it's it's just something you just have to accept certain technical ways of, of doing a scene um, so all you can often do as an actor is just to prepare to be the character prepare to be the character and then the director will be there knowing and Tim knew exactly what he wanted so it's it's that's the kind of thing you just film those things and you accept that there are certain technical things you have to just do the way you're told <laughs> Do as you're told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do as you're told. Do this. Do that. Do it again. But but why? Because I said so. Because <laughs> I wasn't pressing record last time. That's <laughs> okay, like a tangent. It's the subtext. Yeah. You never, you never say that. It's like you find other ways of explaining, but. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tangent. Have you ever, Tim, forgotten to press the record button on a camera? No, never. Yeah, loads of times. Loads. <laughs> just loads of times. And there's more than one record button when you've got external recorders going off. So there's just multiple record buttons. Sometimes one media has saved me. So that's why you do two at a time. Oh, good. So you have a camera, then you have the backup camera, then you have the backup camera to that backup camera. <laughs> yeah, it's an external hard drive recorder that gets it. But yeah, you go on in okay. camera as well. But definitely, uh, even in Shapeshift, there might have been a, a situation yeah. where I needed to use one because I didn't quite get it on the other one. In fact, we lost some audio with um, Bronwyn. We lost some audio when she opened the door, and we could only recover it from the uh, from the in-camera footage because I think the cable had probably got mm. it pulled between the camera and the external recorder. Okay. That's what I'm going to say anyway. It's my excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> All right, so speaking of this full motion video game experience extravaganza, it has been a little bit over a month since the game has been released. So this is a general question to just like everybody here. So what has it been like seeing people's reactions uh, to the game, whether they've just played it to play it, whether they've live streamed it? Um, so what's been your reactions to people's reactions? Um, I mean, it's been it's been really, really good, better than we expected. People have had a lot of fun with it, and especially people replaying it like multiple times um, and trying to find all the stuff. I mean, we know that people play FMV when they play FMV, they want to find as many videos as they can. But um, yeah, there's been a lot of really good feedback um, on Twitter and. Uh, forums and things and yeah so that's been really really nice because 
Um, it's nice to see people having fun, uh, which is like our main driving uh, motivation, yeah. isn't it? We, we, you know, we want people to really have fun playing it. So that's plus it was our second game, so yeah. it could be everyone that 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 Decker was, you know, did okay because. It just you know, it was it was a, a it was a fluke, it was a one-off. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it was actually the sequel's uh, never as good. <laughs> we were slightly nervous at the beginning because the Quiet Man had just come out, and that that had had some strips torn off it. The Quiet Man, another FMV. Oh. So we saw that getting ripped apart just before our release. A few day. days before. We thought, Ooh, yeah. okay. Oh. So we're okay. We'll just be over here. Yeah. So and considering it's it's so different to Decker in terms of there's no text interface. It's a bit more like an interactive film shapeshift. You know, there was a chance that people could revolt. <laughs> that, 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 uh, you know, our player base would go, oh, yeah, but it's, 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 been, it's been really well received. There's been people who say, you know, oh, I enjoyed it, but I still prefer Decker. It's got, you know, Decker's got perhaps more depth in the story and shapeshift's got more variety in the story or more different paths you can take. Um, and they are very different experiences, but we didn't want to make the same game. We didn't want to just remake Decker or um, And some Decker people too. like Shapeshift more. Yeah. So oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, really good. It's really good. I don't know. I think there are some people who, who played Shapeshift and Detective and hadn't played Decker, and now they're playing Decker because they, yeah. they want to explore what, what, what else you guys have done. So uh, that, that helps yeah. as well. Um, and of course, it helps that it's been released on so many different. Uh, platforms. As yeah, well. yeah. That yeah. people, uh, that you, you're reaching a lot of people with it by having it released on so many different platforms. Yeah, and all at the same time. So. Which we wouldn't have done, would we? I mean, no. that that is basically the Wales Interactive bring to the party for us. Is they do the you know they they do the console stuff. So it's just there's a lot of black magic and voodoo goes on with console <laughs> releases, um, and lots of different code bases to to keep up to date. So while we're happy to do PC versions of things, the consoles, um, yeah, we still thank them muchly for spreading the word on the consoles. Brilliant. Yeah, definitely, because FMV used to be just like specifically a PC genre of gaming and was just strictly regulated to that. So it's really cool to see FMV now kind of making the jump to the consoles and the Switch. And this is it's very, yeah. very exciting time for FMV. And be so well received on those platforms because yeah. it's not the game, like you say, it's not typically the game it's type of game you expect to see on there um but uh yeah i mean a lot of console players have embraced fmv and yeah and uh, that's mainly again that's wales interactive like shift in the bunker and yeah. things like her story which obviously a really big success but not have not come to con console presumably because of the text interface stuff mm. Yeah, I can see where that might be a little bit difficult to translate to console, especially when all you have to work with is a controller. Yeah, I mean, in Decker, we put in pre-formatted questions so that it could move quickly to console. But you wouldn't really want to do that with someone like Her Story, since, well, yeah. For people to play Her Story, they'll understand, yeah. Oh, okay, so we got also some more comments and questions in 
chat, so comment. It is interesting how much you can uncover about the characters and shape-shifting detective by picking different conversation options. Been three playthroughs, oh, sorry, between three playthroughs, I've seen different angles of characters, and I feel like I still haven't uncovered everything. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it was worth filming them all then. That's good. <laughs> That's <what Yeah. laughs> Yes. Uh, and Tiana Studios asks a question. How did you manage the branching of this when writing? I think they're talking about the the different kind of branching paths and options in the game. Like, yeah, that's a lot to keep track of. Yeah. It was very hard. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, this was a lot harder to write than Decker, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And Decker had some branching in it, but this just got very complicated very quickly especially with the shape-shifting as well and every time you introduce a new character and then you want to go and talk to them as all the other characters um yeah yeah how did we manage the branching we manage the branching by using <laughs> ink it's a uh, it's a it's a free it's kind of open source language called ink and it's dot ink and you actually search for it and there's an editor that you can use as well and essentially it's like choose your own adventure fiction and ink itself will compile into like an interactive fiction html page even um and it's so what we have to get our heads around the formatting because it's a bit like programming so that like most of shapeshift a lot of the work's gone into the actual ink to do with the branching and you actually have variables and stuff even in ink that we check the actual front end of shapeshift as it were the unity part is a is 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 like a big video player that eats up the ink and the ink file itself is like the database that's got all the stuff in it but it isn't that complicated if you, you can have a search for no, it and really people release interactive fiction yeah. the whole time and, and the and the people who did ink um i think they i want to say steve jackson or ian livingston the old fighting fantasy thing like things like sorcery there's app, there's apps on the app store where they took those fighting fantasy books and they put them into apps called sorcery sorcery Two. they use ink as their kind of their back end i think that's where it's come from but for anybody yeah who wants to write interactive fiction easily um i i'd use ink probably mm. it, you you might start thinking you know word or pages or or google drive whatever is the way to go but in terms of trying to keep it all together managing the branches is, and, yeah it would get really really hard keeping the threads. yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's also the twine as well twinery there's quite a lot of interactive fiction tools but we chose ink because it already had a library that worked with unity yeah, I thought at first you were talking about like we used ink, like you used like a pen, <laughs> like you used ink. like you used like a pen, and you started like writing stuff down. It's just like smart man. Yeah. No, that was that was, that was the, the early effort. That's how it yeah. Yeah, quill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quill, quill and ink. Yes, back back in the time of that long ago. Write the first slow motion video. <laughs> to be or not to be, now choose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be. Just imagine Shakespeare writing an FMV. Yeah. 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 To be or. Yeah. Yeah. You get a happier ending to a lot of them, so that would be good. Really? Oh, yeah, you have different endings. Shakespeare. Yeah. That's something well, Shakespeare never, never thought of. Well, death by Hamlet poison. Part 2. The different ending. Yeah, one audience would choose like to be, and then they'd get a different ending. One audience would choose not to be, and yeah. they would get a completely different ending. Revolutionary. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, we've got a murder mystery game called A Very Shakespearean Murder, and we think it's we think it's written really, really well. Oh wow! Just love it. They don't love the Shakespeare anymore. So I'm not sure we'd get away with it as an FMV. It's one of my favourite games of ours. <laughs> there's characters written in iambic pentameter, and yeah. there's lots oh, of Shakespearean references. And not it's, easy. It's, it's a bawdy bawdy romp. It's very humorous. And, yeah. Um, but it's shifted about 200 yeah. units. And quite a lot of Blackadder as well. Yeah, quite a bit of Blackadder. <laughs> I like Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes Shakespeare. They just want to spend hours with it in FMV. I think that's probably what it is. But I probably would because I'm a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) For Brandikins. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Just make. Is the new cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just make the game only for me. Just release it only for me, and then I will. I'm the only one that will have like the only copy of it. The, the, uh, then I could like hold it over people's heads. Neener, neener, neener. Can I play? No. Got another job coming. <laughs> that one, yeah. There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, Clemens, what has been your reactions to people's reactions about your character? Of course, you know my reaction. I love him, but that's just one reaction. So, what's been your reactions to reactions? Well, I mean, I, I'm ju- I'm just thrilled with all the passion. I mean, that's that's something in the games industry that is just mm. um, so refreshing to as an actor because often you don't get any feedback for the work you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with games, it's just uh, so many people because they're so immersed in the game um, that you get uh, a lot of reactions. But it's been yeah, it's been very positive. I've been I've, I'm I'm just really uh, very happy with the way people have. Um, have reacted to the game and to the to the show as well. And uh, you know, we we did the we did a live stream um, the other day, uh, me and Leah on on uh, on Twitch to for, to you know to to um, uh, um, revisit the the, the characters Poe and Monroe for the for the live stream. And uh, so it's it's been it's been a great response to the to the to the radio show, um, which was which was uh, yeah really nice uh, nice surprise as well because obviously um, the radio show is just meant to connect. The, the, the yeah. different chapters, and it's meant to uh, give the atmosphere. So it's nice that people um, actually listen to what was going on on the, on the radio show. Okay. Yeah, of course, I kept it on like the entire time, like going like from place to place to place. Like the only time like I would turn it off is when I was trying to talk to my community, and I kept just getting too distracted by all the awesome voices. Like, okay, yeah. shut off. Okay, blah blah blah. Okay, it's coming back on now. <laughs> everyone, everyone ends up in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. So you could stay with the person where you were talking, and there was no options. You could stay there. Mm-hmm. You could go back to your bedroom, but for whatever reason, and we do the same. Yeah. You go into the hallway. The radio is going to be blaring away, but everyone goes back to the hallway. It's like because you feel rude staying with somebody when they've stopped talking to you. So I go. I better go. Yeah. <laughs> but but also it's just such, such a unique way of creating. Uh, rather than having a lot of background music or having it, the back, the background is the the radio show, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's that's uh, something that's quite different to, to other games. So it's, it's actually you can actually just uh, take a breather from the game, from 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 yeah. solving from solving the crime by just um, leaning back and listening to what's going on. <laughs> in the show. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I, I'm just glad so many people actually did that because when it, when you yeah. see, I've, I've seen a few. Uh, you know, do do a let's play. They they keep the radio show on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as you as I mentioned earlier, Clemens, it just adds to like the overall atmosphere of the game. 
the whole radio. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and and also, I mean, I, when when I first saw the um, you know the the, the the videos as well, the the, the radio August bits that you know tell the story between the, the chapters or connecting the chapters, I, I, I was um, just amazed how, how nicely they were done because I didn't know because obviously when we were we were doing the voiceovers, me and Leah, uh, for the for the for those bits, we we didn't know how um, they would be implemented into the game, and uh, it's it's quite uh, psychedelic and uh, enjoying those. Uh, those videos, the ones that connect the chapters. So it's been like kind of surreal just to like hear your voice and see yourself like in this game, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, just to see how, how it's been put into the game. Because there's so many ways you could put those radio broadcasts into the game. And those, those two ways that they've been done with the videos and with the, with the um, just as a kind of background <laughs> between uh, of walking around in the in the hallway. That's uh, it's 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 quite a unique way of putting putting that into into a game. It's it's great watching streamers play it. it must be as you know we we love watching streamers play it because you get you get feedback from the audience and and the mm -hmm. people streaming. And for Clemens, you, you must like, it must be like watching uh, somebody somebody watching your film at cinema, but you're looking at their face as they're watching you. Mm -hmm. So you actually get to see all these people react yes. to your yes. performance. Yes, yeah, exactly, because that's what you don't you don't get that. And uh, yeah. uh, with, with, the, with the films I've done, often I've not I don't know how people <laughs> when they're watching what they, what the hell they're reacting. You can't stalk them. Sometimes I probably nice. wouldn't want to know. But with certainly with something like uh, shapeshifting techniques, yeah, it's been really fascinating to see people uh, to see how they react to it. Yeah, yeah, because like I said, like with movies, you can't just like sneak into the theater where the movie is playing. Go ask people, what'd you think of my movie? Did you like me in this movie? Like, but yeah, how did you like it? I hope you liked it. Please like me. I've been to screenings of, of work I've done, and I just kind of look at what people, yeah. you know, what, yeah. what do they? Because obviously, no one would comment why you watch something on a screen. So you kind of like, are they reacting positively or? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, nodding, <laughs> yeah. approval, or like we get lots of reviews for that, though. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the games. It's really cool to really see what people, how people, yeah, yeah people react to the game. So speaking speaking of reactions, of course, on the flip side, you have of course people are going to have negative reactions. That's just like par for the course. So. How do you all handle when uh, negative reactions pop up, like about your work or about like acting, like and writing and things like that? That badly. Yeah. Oh. Just, just stew over we them. We just cry yeah. yeah. I think so, that's right. We never do that again. That is yeah, the that first. Kind of that's the first um, instinctive reaction for most yeah. people. Who likes yeah. criticism, and I think it's it's kind of a, it is like this uh, with. Mm. Uh, it's, I think it's human nature as well that mm -hmm. uh, people. You know, when you get criticized, it often hits you more than when it's something positive said. It's just kind of, it's it part does. of the thing. I think one negative, uh, one negative review cancels out like 10 good reviews or something. Yeah. Um, um, it sticks with you hmm. much more. Yeah. So we don't handle it well. I know that some, pe <laughs> some people say that they don't, they don't read the comments on their videos or anything. You know, I mean, I spoke to Jesse Cox and he said that he tried not to read the things on things that he outputs just in case, you know, he doesn't mm -hmm. want to get any because you know, of negative feedback or anything well, there, like There's that. different ways of negative yeah. feedback you can get. There's the constructive criticism, and that, that, yeah. that yeah. can often be really helpful. I mean, yeah. it's, it's helped me 
in my career definitely when you know when people have have said something and they made specific detailed comments about things but when it's just uh, just someone who hasn't really uh, played the game properly or seen the film or whatever then you know that then you know it's 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 always better to to perhaps uh, ask them uh, you know or perhaps for them to make a more kind of detailed comment about it and not just a blunt statement about something I mean, you basically remember the negative ones more yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Well, Deck has got a Steam review, I think, and it, and the and the review was doesn't do full screen, thumbs down. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so 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 you you do you do remember them? But... The the ones that always get me are the the um the Steam reviews that are thumbs down and they've played like 0.1 hours and you're like, well, you didn't yeah. even give it a chance. <laughs> but... You haven't even seen the game. Yeah, but having said all that, if it's if it's shapeshifting, it's definitely it's not point one hours. Then it's it's I I take the blame because they would have. As soon as it got to your bit, they'd be like, "Don't want to hear more of that." But you need to read the negative reviews and things. We need to read them because there could be genuine concerns, criticism in there, and as the game developers, designers, you need to think, okay. Maybe we shouldn't press that as much in the next one, things like that. Whereas good review, you know, people that are really happy with it, it's great because they're happy with the stuff you hope they were going to be happy with normally. But, but so if, you, if you just limit yourself to those, then you you just float around and you say, oh, everything we do is great. So. Yeah, I mean, Wales <laughs> Interactive, I mean, when I spoke to them, they said they look at the negative reviews more because oh. it's need to be rude about the game hmm. or any game that they're looking at or their own game so there's a lot of sense in that I know it would be nice to kind of shield yourself from all of it and, yeah. and you do have to wade through a lot of the, the, the negative stuff which perhaps isn't that justified but... but at the end of the day I mean a lot of the negative reviews we get or you know people who don't like the game people don't they like all the same well. games yeah. you know Right. Like, I've played games and I've played them for half an hour and I'm like, no, yeah. I'd rather be playing something else. And it's the same for everyone. So you can't be upset if people don't like your game. Uh, it's just not their type of game. Have you ever stopped watching a film? Has, have you ever have you ever started watching a film and then stopped watching it? Uh, yes, but yeah, definitely. But <laughs> but more. We used to. Yeah. Some of the films that I've been in. <laughs> like ew! I don't like this guy. Pause. <laughs> but I think, but I would say with gamers, uh, they're they're more overall more patient than than people who watch TV. Because in TV, it's more like oh, you 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 go to the next channel, next channel. But with games, you you yeah. you intrinsically need to need to put more more effort into it. So you 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 give it a chance. Of course, some people don't. But I mean, mm -hmm. overall, I've noticed with gamers because they're you know passionate about about the uh, the medium, they 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 give they give it a give mm -hmm. it a try. Again, again, from the retail side of things, from the murder mystery games, it can also be that it's been marketed wrong. Oh. Yeah, that the gamers come in expecting an experience, and they're not getting one they expected because the marketing is is you know the word. The, Whatever it is that's drawn them in, they didn't get what they were expecting. So mm. it's not always just about the game. Even it could be that it mm. was you know, you know that we said that Dr. Decker was a live interactive Skype experience, and it turned out it wasn't. It was a database of words. But we never said that. We don't understand. Yeah. So yeah, there could be Decker the live Skype experience. <laughs> Decker live Skype experience. Yeah, video therapy. therapy. 
Live. This time it's live. <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> I remember what intrigued me the most just about Dr. Decker was the fact that, yeah, FMV. It's That's what sold me just, like, right off the bat is because <laughs> I've always loved FMV. But I guess the fact how it was just, like, in one location and that you were able to just work the hell out of that one location, that is very impressive to me. Well, it went with a theme, didn't it? It was all kind of constrictive and mm-hmm. you couldn't really move around. It was all, you know, closed in on you, basically. I mean, that, that was a deliberate... It was a deliberate choice. Um, it, Plus uh, budget. Yeah. It was a convenient choice for budget. Yeah. But we did discuss whether we wanted to use other locations and other scenes, and um, but it worked well with the... You know, you're in the office with these patients and, and you're stuck there and you need to get to the bottom of their problems and you can't just escape so we try to fit the, the story to the budget where we can yeah yeah but then, that's the thing often with, budget. with the budget restraints often it makes you more creative uh, yes in general, this is this this applies yeah. to a lot of media yeah. is that you know when you when you know oh this is you you, you know this this these are the limitations often it's like okay sometimes you the the creative mind goes on overdrive and gets gets a lot of things done but it, it helps sometimes yeah <laughs> Necessi- no, necessity true. is the mother of all invention. That's what they say. Yeah, that's how, yeah, that's how the saying goes. And I also remember, yeah, shape-shifting detective. I also, it was a couple settings. So you had the guest house. Then you had the chief's office. Then you had um, Monroe's house. And then, uh, yep. And then um, the, the yep. And then the radio studio. And the photography studio. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The guest house. Yeah. So I I can't I don't math. So I did I lost kept track of like how many different locations are there. Many. Yeah, many. 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 Yeah, many many locations. Or as one reviewer pointed out, not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Are your locations half empty or half full? Yeah. I guess it just goes to show you can't please everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there were quite no. a few locations that time. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to harp on about reviews as well, but um, in a lot of reviews for both games, you will get people say, I love this about the game, and the exact same thing people say, I hated that about the game. So in terms of feedback, it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> we please some people with that and not others. But... Um, but is that you know it, one yeah, thing appeals people to are different people. it's just uh, yeah. people are very different i mean that that's what makes um, makes the world interesting as well you, you know you don't want everyone to have the same opinion about it, it yeah exactly like uh, they always have uh, different strokes for different folks some are going to really like fmv games others are going to really hate them but i guess the reviews that kind of puzzle me are people that know they hate fmv games <laughs> and they go into and played fmv games saying i hated it it's just like then why did you play it if you don't like the genre <laughs> do you think it's going to be like anything different than like what you hate well we we could turn them yeah. yeah Maybe you could convert them to the dark side or the not so dark side of uh, FMV. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it looks like we got a couple more questions now. Um, it says, uh, question, was that you, Tim, driving the taxi? And would you both consider acting in future games? Oh. Uh, you, don't, you don't want to see me act. That, yeah, no, that was me. I, I did drive the taxi, yeah. I did. It, all, all legally done. 
I thought, you, do you know, and also we thought at the end, and we made this up after I did it, <laughs> that the director has directed you through the game as well, in the taxi. Ah, oh, okay. That's clever. Ah. <laughs> oh. and, and in fact, in fact, that was actually, that was our test footage. Spoiler alert! No, it, wasn't. it was. <laughs> what? I, shot, I still shot about fifty minutes of it, and I thought I could go out and test this to see if it's going to work. And then when it came back, and we started editing it. We said, "Why are we? Why are we going? Why are we going to get someone else?" Like as well, we'd need to get an actor in and say, "We need the back of your head." Is that okay? That's what. That's what you're going to get. Drive around. Yeah, fifty minutes of the back of your head. Yeah. Some people, some, some actors thing. specialize in that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but it's just instead this of half a headshot of like this, they just have the back of their back of their. You head. send headshots to the back of your head. Yeah, <laughs> just left ear. Yeah, it's, just, it's like wait a minute, why get an actor for the back of like a head? We could use just like Tim's head. <laughs> yeah, no. When the test footage came back, we thought it actually works. That's fine. You know, it's good. I think we just yeah. we, we got that. But. Yeah, like hey, why not? Right, the footage is already there. You may as well not let it go to waste. I mean, Linda did. Uh, Linda studied um, the drama. Drama and theatre studies, and I feel like I might have been okay at acting once, but <laughs> whenever we do test things um, for FMVs for Decca and something, and Tim's like, "Oh, I want to test test this shot, and we'll get you set up and everything," yeah. and you just, you know, you read, you be Mariana or whatever. And, yeah, uh, that's, that's when I walk off. I walk, <laughs> just like throw things like, down. Yeah, can you do yeah, that's rubbish. Honestly, you've ruined the whole thing. <laughs> storm off, direct to storm off. I can't no, wait. That's when Tim yeah. has on the theme, and then when, when us actors come in, you know. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. That's why he's, he's so relieved to see you, because he's had me. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think we'd only consider it if we couldn't afford actors. This, yeah. this, this and then we should probably try something else. Yeah, so like, sorry, we'll have to pay you in cheese or like something. <laughs> like, Biscuits. Yeah. Our, our favorite currency. Yeah, we'll, we'll pay, yeah, I'll pay you in sweets. Leah works for biscuits. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and I can vouch for that. <laughs> oh, sorry, Leah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, it won't go past this podcast. <laughs> Well, we were all there at the audio recordings. <laughs> Clemens knows how much extra footage we've got that we didn't use, that we couldn't use. <laughs> Ooh. Lots of outtakes. Sort of <laughs> Lots of outtakes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you just sneak some of the food home in your pocket and just be like, like, where do you do yeah. cheese in your pocket? Shut up. <laughs> we do send actors home with food yeah. sometimes. They have a long journey home. Yeah. John Guyla went home with Yorkshire tea, tea bags. Yeah, when he did Decker. Yorkshire man. There you go. Take some tea bags with you. (laughs) You know, they've got a train journey home, so they're like, do you want to take some snacks with you? (laughs) Aww. Take them. Keep your acts alive. Yeah. Yeah. They're always always very generous (laughs) with with everything on on set. It's it's, it's always a nice set, lovely set. (laughs) I'm not sure how it compares, our catering compares with uh, other sets. You get a lot of sandwiches on our sets. Mind you, on some sets, it's a home atmosphere. That's the, 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 your set is your home, so it's very kind of it's got this homely atmosphere. Hey, drinks, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I like working on that set. My goodness, food, fr- food and drinks. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, like I said, we've got to keep them alive. It's rule number one. If they're dead, they can't act. Well, they can, but only for one role. Yeah. 
Unless it's like weekend at Bernie's or something like that. Yes. <laughs> You've got another corpse. Uh, write it in. Yeah. yeah, just like have someone behind him like, oh god, that's terrible. <laughs> no, I'm not going to even like go down like that route. <laughs> hey, Clements, do you have any interesting um, stories to share? Any interesting um, times that you had while working like or um, playing the character of Poe on the shapeshifting detective? Um, yeah, something I mentioned uh, earlier, it's just a, it's the, 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 the great surprise was when uh, we had done the live action scenes, that there was so much more to come. I mean, that was, uh, that was um, yeah, we, we, did, we did a lot. We did the whole imp- improv with, uh, with, uh, with Leah, I mean, that was so much fun. To, to do with the um, uh, dreams and nightmares and the uh, uh, Poe's curiosity shop, uh, uh, and that was uh, uh, of course uh, Tim had sent me a bit of an outline of what we were going to do, but um, uh, there was there's there's a lot uh, that on on the day we were just uh, uh, here here's all these objects and now uh, in this you know in the post curiosity shop is you know Poe I bring in the um, these these objects and Leah has to uh, <laughs> guess <laughs> describe what it is and it turned out really I mean it, it, it lots it's of quite rude. things really things, uh, and uh, obviously not a lot of people will will get a chance to listen to it in game because it's just <laughs> one of those segments but we actually we put a lot of work into that maybe I put more work into that than the uh, <laughs> but um, yeah it's it's uh, yeah it's, it's it was it was such a diverse uh, topics for in this game. Both the just the, the fact that you know I'm, I'm I'm the character on screen, and then also the fact that we we did, did all these um, little extra bits for for the radio show. That was um, yeah, just uh, a lot of fun to do. That I didn't didn't necessarily know. I didn't actually know when 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 I was cast that there would be so much radio stuff going on. And we actually ran out of time for the improv yeah. stuff, so we would have liked oh. to do mu- um, much more of that. But yeah, how did we run out of time? How did we? But I think then there would have been less time for the for the for the stories for the short stories to be um, to be broadcast in in game. So it's it's I think it's a nice balance to have have the you know the the radio show the the the, those segments and have the the stories narrated as well. Yeah, you get the mix. The ad lib, honestly, there was a lot of (laughs) there was a lot of editing that needed to be done. Not because ad lib was bad. It's just the joke that went on in between the the, the, the sentences. Sometimes, it's just so, oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of innuendo I think that Leah was picking up on anyway. It's kind of yeah. So great chunks were being edited out. I thought, because it's all improv, it's difficult to remember all those bits. It's like yeah, it's just, uh, but yeah, we laughed a lot. If you ever yeah. need cheering up, Clemens, I'll send them because it's just <laughs> it is ridiculous. It, but it's funny. It's really funny. One of my dark but, moments. Then I got to. <laughs> Alright, so where did the idea like the radio come about? Because usually in FMVs, um, people are moving from, characters are moving from place to place either through a map or it's mainly through a map and the map has this weird kind of 16-bit music like going on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like where did the idea like the radio and having the whole like, you know, Poe and Monroe show and the stories read by other people, where did those ideas like come about? I am so interested to know. <laughs> it, it developed uh, bit by bit really, because we, when we were t- sort of developing the game, um, the, the, the earliest thing was, well, we don't really want to have a map screen. What can we do instead of having a map screen to get you from A to B? And 
we said about having a a cab or an Uber to drive you around, um, and uh, and then from that, you know, what's going to happen when you're in the cab? What can you have going on there? So have the radio station. What are we going to have on the radio station? Um, let's try and create some atmosphere. Um, have some stories, and we. Um, and we came up with the idea then of perhaps we could ask for stories and perhaps we could ask people to read the stories um, and get some of our friends uh, on the radio. Um, but yeah, it developed over over the writing process and um, and Poem Moreau came about as, well, just who's going to be on the radio. Um, and we want, yeah. We were gonna. We we knew we needed to kill somebody. Kill someone off. off. Yeah. And we yeah we thought it'd be good to use Monroe basically. Because is this person uh, you've been listening to all along? It was meant to be a surprise, but because she's in the trailer, yeah, and so, yeah it's, it's <laughs> well, not as big a surprise if you watch the trailer. But if you if you play the game from the beginning, obviously you just hear the voices and that's mm-hmm. it. So you think that we've just hired voiceover, you know that they're just part of the world it's there. Just the radio, it's just kind of yeah. Like the radio, and you're never going to meet them. So it's kind of. It would have been cool if we'd kept out the trailer, but we had to keep those those cool bits in. But the radio was originally only going to be in the cab. It wasn't actually going to be in the house. And then we we added it to the house kind of fairly late, just to um keep keep it going. But with these games, we kind of we and Decker, we started off with the what's the core element, how we're going to play it, what's going to be fun about it, and then we say, what if that isn't fun? How do we make it more interesting? How can we make it more fun? So you start with the core thing that you want to do, and then you say things like, then you have like a few jump scares, like we did in Decker, or let's have the, uh, or let's have the notes, and then the notes are going to get written in for you, and then the, so the extra little bits come in kind of after that. Mm. But we knew we weren't going to have a map screen from the beginning. We knew that wasn't going to happen. And Pat and Munro were quite early on, I think, because they, you know, in the in the in the process of it, trying to work out who was going to be on the radio, because again. Not saying it was for budgetary constraints, but you know we needed we were going to need to hire actors to um, do a lot of the radio content, which Clemens and Leah did. Um, so we definitely needed a good pairing. We were also looking for people that we could, like Per Monroe. We thought we potentially targets to project forward into our next FMV because they're going to make a coupling in this game. Which is <laughs> see that's why that's, that's why I'm drinking from this. <laughs> So, so yeah, they were. You're just doing it for the mugs. It was a bit more than just. Uh, I yeah. need another mug. Yeah. <laughs> Free mugs, I'm in. But the thing as well about the radio broadcast, the the thing is with the, the it serves as a linking device between the chapters and the the stuff we talk about in the in those broadcasts is is also about the town, and it gives it more life doesn't it? I mean, it kind of adds to the, for people to not just see these different characters, but, but to, to give, give, give the, give the setting some, some, some more life as well. Make it yeah. real. Because we talk about the, the weather in, in August and we talk about the, the, the people in August. So it, it just makes it more, more real uh, when, when, when you play the game that you, you, you actually in this town and there's, there's people with real lives and, 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 and uh, the actions of people in, in, in the game have consequence beyond just that, that world that you're in, but also to the wider town and the, the wider world. Yeah, it gives yeah. it a bigger context and mm. a, a sense of place. I like, it, yeah. I like Poe's bit when he says that, you know, about 
Munro, if you can hear me, you know, I always thought oh, that's oh, really yeah. cool in the right. linking stuff. Reaching out, yes. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, it, it does make it feel alive, like it's all happening in, in that time frame. Yeah, it's one of my faves. Yeah, I, I, and uh, you know when 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 we did that, I mean, it just, I just felt uh, it makes it makes poem more human as well uh, to to have these to show these feelings on on radio uh, uh, as well, uh, um, and uh, yeah, just to just to show that side to the character because um, obviously a lot of other stuffs meant to be quite creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, showman showmanship, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the, the hosting, yeah. Right, exactly, and I do agree. Like with that, um, with that, uh, Clemens about the fact how what yeah Poe says, like reaching out to Monroe, makes him more human because they've been working together for two years. They're friends, or depending on the choice that your character makes in the game, like yeah, get, get, get yeah, <laughs> depending on that choice, like yeah. But it would make sense for him to be like, if you're out there, like please, like I hope you're okay. <laughs> Well, and that is, is, and radio is a good medium to yeah. reach out to people. Yeah. And, but, but in that in that moment, it's a, it's a, both a personal moment, but also a moment for, for for the for the for the for the gamer to to realize that there's you know that that the, the, the what the what the radio is in the game, and what you know yeah. it's not just there to make these to give these announcements. It's also there to to um, as a kind of personal medium for 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 Poe and Monroe as well. Yes, exactly. Ah, uh, like I just like I, I, I love this game. If you can't already tell, <laughs> like I love everything. Yeah, it's like I love everything about it. Like I said, like I wrote that review like on Steam. It's just like my concerns are just like minor. This was like it was just like very minor. And I think one of them had to do like the implementation of a skip button, which I noticed like in my most recent playthrough that That's popped cool. up. There's yeah. a skip button that's I've been like, oh, like, okay, cool. <laughs> and Wales Interactive are very good at doing that. They do um, listen to feedback and implement things um, very quickly. So, I mean, that that was very quick, wasn't it? The, the turnaround on the skip button. Yeah. Um, and a lot, of pe- a lot of people were like, well, because they want to replay it. They want to replay it, and there are look, you know, there are certain things that you have seen before, even though there's a lot, of, you find a lot of stuff that you haven't seen before. You want to skip through the things you've seen before to get to the stuff you haven't seen before. Um, so there was a, a lot of demand for that. So I think that pleased a lot of people, which is cool. <laughs> we had the skip button all the way through test. Yeah. So we never <laughs> even experienced it because obviously, as we we're developing it and testing it, it's like. Yeah. yeah, skip, 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 skip. Why do I need to I mean, see this skip? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we wouldn't skip it, really. Oh, okay. Uh, but, you know, yeah. All right. But, but it was there. But yeah, like I can understand though, just on the editing side, it's just like you're very like overly familiar with it that at that point, and even though you love your product, you love your game, you love what you create, there comes a time where you're just like, I'm done with looking at it, I want to set it aside now. Yeah, definitely the opening sequence. That's one of my favorite ones to skip, because it's quite, it is quite long. <laughs> the, the opening sequence, if you've seen um, it a hundred times. Right. So, and, yeah. and that's just human, that's just human. Like, we don't <laughs> want to listen to, like, ourselves over and over and over again, or like, watch... <laughs> Or watch something a hundred times in a row. 
<laughs> no, well, Shapeshift is totally replayable, isn't it? And I think yes. people should play it. To, I mean, yeah, it, people are playing it more than once for a good reason because it does feel like it demands you to play it again because there is so much missing from your first playthrough and there's so much more to find. Whereas Decker, perhaps not as much changed in the second playthrough, uh, potentially as would do in, in Shapeshift. Especially if you, if you, if you try to find time. all the stuff the first time, yeah. Then um, there are some other things to find, but with Shapeshift for sure, you just mm. make the other choice, get a different video, mm. so you get a lot more content on the next playthrough. So and there's quite a lot in Shapeshift that's uh, hard to find that you only get if you've said this to that person, and then gone to see this person, and then gone over there to someone else, and then you know, you get this whole thing with Oscar or um, with Zach. Um, so there's there's quite a lot of. Uh, set pieces that you can unlock but you need a certain combination of mm. events to happen it's all about choices isn't it yeah. but there, there are some games where it doesn't even that, that make you think you have to have those options you have those those uh, that freedom and then later it just goes back to the to the to how it would would go anyway yeah, so yeah. i think it's it's quite nice that in in, in shapeshift it's 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 really you make one decision at one point in the game, and then it leads you somewhere, and you you would you would ha you would need to play again if you wanted to experience what the what what would happen if you hadn't made that yeah. choice. So uh, I think that's quite nice. But other game other games make you make you think you have that freedom, and they don't. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they've all got choke points. I think so. Points that you're going to visit, like everyone's going to get the ending in Shapeshift if they're alive where they meet people, but the pe the people who say goodbye to them will have different things to say depending on choices they've made throughout the game. Um, but it's, it's a lot of work doing the choices matter stuff and all the different endings and things because you're filming and you're creating a lot of content that necessarily some people are only going to play once, potentially, so they're just going to see the one version of it. And it's, again, interesting. We look at FMV games like, say, Her Story, where there is no branching. There is one set of videos that you can uncover with the, uh, you know, with the keywords, um, and still, a, you know, a very immersive game for a lot of people. Um, plus, it's BAFTA wins, obviously, and things like that. So, it's not all about the branching either. I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, and I'm not saying that we're not doing branching in the next one. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's, not it's nice to have that choice and everything. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, um, it, they can just be done either way. I think what what interests us about all these kind of things is it's how you can experiment with with all, all different things. Mm. So that shape shift isn't a straight interactive film. Um, it's not late shift um, where it's more interactive movie and you get one choice and you go on to a, a different island as it were and then you play those through and you, you keep moving like that. It's got this definite open middle section, hasn't it? A bit, a bit open worldy where you can change into people and go and visit whoever you want, change into whoever you want and do it in whatever order you want and that will shape the, the path of your game. So it's, it's nice that there's all these different ways of doing it and I think we're going to be thinking as well about cool new ways of doing it as well because you know, it's what fun, isn't it? We, we want to try new things. Or... We love innovating mm. stuff. But murder mm. mystery games always used to be fixed player for years and years and years mm -hmm. and years. Mm -hmm. Until about four, four or five years ago when we released Flexi Party, where it's now the murderer is random. 
Does that sound familiar? So the stuff that we've put into the murder mystery flexi part, those games, yeah, has come forward into our FMV games like uh, like like Shapeshift and, and Decker. So, and it it's only through kind of not thinking outside the box, but just trying to get a bit more creative with what's already there, that you come up with these new kind of mechanics and things, or a new combination of them. To just like, know, the, like just like the delete button as well in the game, it can delete a question. Absolutely, yeah, I think I mentioned that in the in the in our live stream as well a few weeks ago. That you know I, I'd never come across that before in a game. Uh, so that's that that's this kind of innovating going on. It's a very small thing, isn't it? But it probably made you think about the choice when you're making it, or the, or what you were deleting or not deleting. And it's not the same as just having a question with a delete button. Isn't the same as having yeah. two different questions. Yeah, it, it leads to something else. It um, it definitely makes you think more. But every time we try and do something innovative, we think there's a chance everyone's going to hate us. Like everyone's going to hate us. Just 100 percent of people going to hate us. So it's it's. But, we but that, that's the risk that. you've got to take sometimes. I mean, it's it's we want to keep taking take the risk. risk. But I think, from what I can tell, at least from what I've what I've from the feedback I've I've heard that most people really enjoy that. But that particular feature, for example. But you never know, of course, with, with features and yeah. new mechanics. When you when you're innovating something, you never know. Mm. Yeah, here we are innovating the delete button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, like if you don't innovate and you just like keep on making the same game then you stagnate and then you just vanish into the night never to be heard from again <laughs> I mean, some people would like more of the same though like yeah, yes, exactly. yeah, said, yeah. and Skyrim and I'm happy for them just mm. to release that again with new content mm. <laughs> in exactly the same way as it was before we expect from the, the same people expect that they're going to be doing the same kind of the same thing again <laughs> so it's, you're kind of working against that as well, where you know, how much are you going to be different from the last thing you did if it's been successful and if people have really liked it? So it's, you know, it's um, a bit of a slippery slope, you know. What yeah. does Brandikins think? What, which, which game's better, Decker or Shapeshift? You're terrible. Why are you asking me this question? <laughs> Put you on the spot. <laughs> Yo, no. Let's do it, because we hear both ways. So it's, there's no right or wrong answer. It's, okay, it's just like, yeah, is this a test? Which do you like better? A, Dr. Decker. B, Shay Shifty Detective. C, all the above. D, all the above. <laughs> like, uh, I don't... Uh, I, okay, I'm going to get the cop-out answer and just say that I like them both in each their own ways. So, uh, Dr. Decker, I really like the fact how it was just like constrained to one location. Uh, some people didn't like the text-based UI. I was fine with it, especially like from a streaming aspect because I could enter like and ask weird questions and the actors would be like, what? What are you talking about? Like, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. So, I like Dr. Decker for that aspect and the shape-shifting detective. I like the fact um, that it was something different as far as going from location to location. I thought the story was really interesting. Of course, who wouldn't want to be a shape-shifting detective that could morph into other things and go like bug go bug the chief like in his office multiple times or um or like get punched in the face <laughs> like by someone else who I won't mention but he's yeah oh yeah over there <laughs> like, he's over there but 
Yeah, and also the delete button, I really like because I was just like, okay, then what choice will I be deleting? Will I be deleting a choice like that actually matters or am I going to get a different path? Or sometimes I would delete the choice and like nothing would happen. It would just like say like leave. I'd be like, like, come back. Come back. I love you. Come back, choice. That's the thing about the yeah. delete button. It's, it's sometimes it's, you're, you're happy you did, you did that. Yeah. And sometimes uh, so it's like, oh no, you know, I want to go, I want to go yeah. back. So it's, so it's not always. That's the thing. It's, it's unexpected what will happen. Exactly. Which one did, which one did you find easier to play? Uh, easier to play probably the shape-shifting detective even though I guessed the murderer wrong twice because Dr. Dr. Decker still is just like I would think that I like asked all the questions and it would still be like the amber like kind of icon right next to it just like but I, I, but I asked everything I want the green like what <laughs> but so it's first from like an easy kind of standpoint um the shape-shifting detective but if I want like more of a challenge of course I would go to Dr. Decker because I like a good challenge yeah yeah so as a player, just yeah. So there's some days though where I want to just be like, look, I want to have fun and go like you know get punched in the face like in a game. So I'll go to the shapeshifting detective. But and but and then like some days I'll like want to like really put my mind into it and like think. Then I would go to Doctor Decker. Yeah. yeah, that is fair. So you can like them both equally. Is what yeah. You're saying. Yes. Very It is yeah. not a cop out answer. Oh. Yeah. Well, sorry for um setting you up there with the. Uh, it's just um, <laughs> we um, we like them both. Obviously, mm. you know, I'm not sure like you. I, I think that we prefer one more one some days than the others. Um, and sometimes when you when you pick a side between deck and shapeshift, it feels mm. like you're picking between the cast because yes. you get involved with the characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like exactly be like, why are you asking me to choose between like my children? Like, because they are like all my children. It's just like, yeah. it's like, why are you doing this to me, Tim? Stop it. <laughs> no, we said we have we said the other day that we could quite easily probably make a Doctor Decker two and mm. a Shapeshift two. You know, mm. if, if, if it came to it, you know, we wouldn't hate either of those. <laughs> No, and I'm sure, like, your adoring audience wouldn't mind that either. But, like, only if it would, like, make sense. I mean, I hate sequels, like, just for the sake of sequels. So it's just like, well, here's a sequel. You're like, okay, why? It's Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Shapeshift's probably got... Well, they both... I mean, different patients for Dr. Decker would mm-hmm. obviously be a different story. Shapeshift feels like it's got more to explore. Because we're really stuck in just a few locations. So we can open it out to some more locations. We could still perhaps have Perman Row, or you know, you've got something going on in the in the background and, <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. But oh. We won't. That won't be next. Anyway. We want to do something new again. Ah, uh, yeah. So we will definitely be getting to that here in just a few minutes. I had a train of thought, and now I completely lost it. I hate it when that happens. That's what I do. Ugh. <laughs> It's just like, wait, what was I going to ask you? <laughs> Rewind. Rewind, see if it's fast. It's like, oh, that, okay. Delete the last. Yeah. <laughs> Delete the last answer. <laughs> yes, okay, so when you said rewind, okay, that kind of like clicked in my head like the train of thought that I had lost. I got it back now. All right, like when... 
I love the little like Easter eggs sprinkled out throughout um, Shapeshifty Detective. Like the name of the radio was Decker. Like at the beginning of the game, there could be there's a loop moment. Like if you make the wrong choice, just like how in um, um, Decker, there was also that loop like loop moment with that Nathan. If I can, if I remember correctly, and also the contradiction Easter egg in there had me like, oh my god! I was just like, oh my god, Rupert! This <laughs> is like, and it's like, oh okay, you guys just have to experience it for yourself. But yeah, it, like if you haven't yet, well. yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah, you did, but it's nice, like, all those little nods and winks that you give to your audience. Yeah, well, we'll keep doing it. I think there'll be, in the, uh, there'll be stuff in the next one as well, because we enjoy playing the games. Hmm. A lot, some, people, um, some people who are making interactive vid, uh, films and FMV games perhaps aren't as, you know, didn't play as much of the genre or whatever, but we're only making these games because we really enjoy playing those games. They're not the only games we play um, now. You know, I've been playing games for years and years, but in terms of ever wanting to do one, it's always been an FMV game. We've always wanted to do FMV games. So all the way from Tex Murphy, and we had Chris Jones, and we had voiceover in, uh, on Shapeshift. Big fan of Chris Jones and the Tex Murphy stuff. Um, all the way up to, to, to present day. Well, I was just going to say, do you know how cool it is to get Tex Murphy to read a story in your own yeah. game? <laughs> when we heard we're that recording, yeah, yeah. Of the story we'd written. And we actually wrote that story for him because um, he said we he'd did do it. We did it one night. It was, one hours, night. Yeah. It was our wedding anniversary and we spent the night writing the story together <laughs> for Tex Murphy to read. So... Yeah. That's yeah. actually really cute. Yeah. <laughs> it came out really well. I thought Chris, did, you know, it, 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 I thought it was really good. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. Again, we'd, we'd write for Tex Murphy any day, just on putting it out there. <laughs> so, yeah. Matt, Matt Van Rooyenby emailed me next day and did you really say that? <laughs> yeah, it was revealed here on this podcast first. <laughs> I I like get the distinct honor say that just like news. yeah <laughs> because it was just like hey let's let your chat guess like who would what did like the mysterious like not the mysterious voiceover the news voiceover so it said the Tex Murphy guy and then Tim was like yeah like he almost like had to admit it like yeah <laughs> it was it was him <laughs> yeah and again it's, you know we got quite a good we got quite a good response. I think quite a few people knew Tex, Tex Murphy. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, but not, well, but, but, it's, but again, you know, to, in, today, more people, we probably got a bigger response by announcing, like, Jesse Cox doing a voiceover. So, yeah. who, who, play, who is, you know, plays a lot of FMV, but he's a big personality on his own. Um, so, it's, uh, it was great getting everybody together Including you, and because yeah, yeah, it's absolutely awesome. Everybody, everybody in it um, was in there for a reason, really. You know, either for being Decca fans or, or you know hanging out with us or or whatever. So it was good to to be able to get such diverse load of people together. 
Yeah, just like uh, Cle- Clemens was just talking about his experience and experiences and how it was just like he had just a great time with it. I had a great time like with my voiceover as well because it's fulfilled. It fulfilled like a dream of mine to like be in a game in some way. So what I was asked was like at first I was like yes, and it was like oh god really I'm gonna totally suck. <laughs> like oh no, like what did I just create? <laughs> But whenever I first, like, heard my voice, it was, like, surreal. And I was just, like, about, like, this is beautiful. And then, like, when I heard myself a bunch of times, just like, no, I don't want to hear myself anymore. Skip. <laughs> but it was, we get like that with all the writing. So. <laughs> it was such an awesome experience. You did, you did it really well. It was a, it was a really nice time, isn't it? Uh, it yeah, was, no, it's great, isn't it? Because we, you know... We, we didn't think we'd be doing these games either, and there weren't, there haven't been a lot, have there, over the years? Yeah, games. yeah. Like being able to, get, you know, pack a load of people in, uh, you know, to be credited in it is, is was just really mm. an opportunity too too big to miss. But I think there's going to be an explosion yeah. that's already starting. Mm-hmm. It's rumbling in terms of FMV and uh, interactive films or whatever they want to call themselves. We're looking forward to being able to play more FMV games. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We might want to play other people's FMV games. We don't get games. to play our games, do we? No. We but, can watch other people play. Well, we test them, obviously, loads, yeah. but that's not the same as playing them for the first time, you know, as a player. So, um, yeah, the fact that there's going to be more FMV games coming out is, is cool. And that there's a market for it and that there's... You know, there is a lot of people. There are a lot of people out there who who really enjoy FMV games. Um, now, in 2018, you know, <laughs> constantly see these, you know, on Twitter and things. Who's making FMV games in 2018? Well, you know, lots of people are, and uh, and lots of people are playing them and enjoying them. So, I think that's a great design. Now to see actual real actors again. Uh, yeah. You know, people are maybe too too fed up by seeing. Uh, seeing um, computer graphics all the time, so it's nice to actually see real people in a game again. It's, everything goes in cycles, doesn't it? So, yeah. You know. Yes, it's, it's just another style of presentation, and there's such variety in the, in the different styles of computer graphics you can have, and CGI or pixel art, or you know, and, and FMV is just another way of presenting a game. Um, but there is something I don't know. There's something special about it. There's, yeah, it's yeah, just, it's just like, real people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you get to do things to them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I get, I get to mess up their lives. <laughs> oh yeah, you get to mess up their lives. <laughs> I, I, I control the like puppets now. No, that's ter- that's terrible. Like they debate. Oh, yeah, dance. Da 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 da. And, uh, it is a bit like that though. Yeah. So, especially direct to camera as well. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, yes. Like that doesn't often happen, does mm. it? So. Uh, it's just, I tried to think about is you know the reasons is why I love FMV so much. I don't know. There's just a certain charm to it, as I mentioned before. It's just like you can't really. De- I can't really describe why I love it so much. I just do, and <laughs> and I'm so glad that it's kind of making a resurgence and kind of cycling coming back. Like, the first FMV game that really kind of caught my notice was uh, Contradiction. And so I was like, huh, I played through this, like, okay, cool, yeah, I dig it. But then I kind of thought it was just like a one-off thing and I would never see another one again. And then Dr. Decker came around and the rest <laughs> is history. 
that's brilliant. <laughs> I think we're. I mean, I think if it, it will, it will take off. Hopefully, and we'll probably end up getting flattened as a studio. You know, we might not only have a few more games left, but because if Hollywood comes in, <laughs> big budgets. Well, if we start getting AAA FMVs and things mm-hmm. like that, which kind of quiet man is getting near that kind of way, wasn't it? And obviously, late shift costs millions to make. Um, there's a good chance that, but we we'll be sad, but it means there'll be, <laughs> there'll be a load of massive, big budget high quality FMVs coming in that we can all play as well so but there is a difference there's a lot of indie there's always been a demand for indie productions both in, in the gaming industry and in the end of the film and TV industry as well so you you have uh, you have the demand so I think even you if think we can keep going do you? Something <laughs> that's we, we've thrown ourselves on the barbed wire everyone's just walking over us <laughs> I don't think so I really think you know, there's kind of the, the it, just the, the what you describe of having you know being creative because the but the budget you know because the limit of the yeah. budget that is something that you know you as an as an indie producer you have that you have that advantage that you you know you can sometimes be more creative because you don't have to answer necessarily to to the big demands of, of the triple a so yeah. i think uh, that that can that can really play to your to your advantage you can experiment more probably um yeah, if you're spending more money, you've got a lot more to lose. Mm. And so, yeah, you would do the whatever, whatever the mass demands for, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's a Christmas spirit. Yeah, like I definitely agree. There's always going to be a market for just like there's a market for AAA RPG games and indie RPG games. There's always going to be a market for yeah. the bigger budget FMVs. And then yeah. the indie FMV. So I think that Deveki Studios will not be flattened. <laughs> You're always going to have a place in the gaming world for as long as y'all want to keep making games. <laughs> uh, we'll keep making them as long as people want to keep playing them. <laughs> yeah. Unless uh, yeah. well, so we release a dud and then everyone go oh, go away. Stop making them. <laughs> no, just like if people chase you away, they're like, come back, Tim and Linda, come back. <laughs> I, like, I want you to keep making games. <laughs> But to be honest, you're such good writers. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the basis yeah. for the game, for both games, Decca and mm-hmm. it's, it's the writing. I mean, without good writing, you 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 have nothing. I mean, you know, uh, when 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 as an actor, I can when I come in and get a script, and uh, you know, you can't you can only do so much with a poor script. So um, so as long as you keep writing as well as you guys Half have, decent. then you know, then you're always going to get. Uh, uh, you're, gonna, you're always going to have a good chance of um, having a good end product because that's the kind of the foundation of it is the writing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, we've tried to get away with it for many years now. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tricks of the tricks of the trading yeah. industry. Mm-hmm. No, we've been writing the murder mysteries for years and years. And I suppose it never dawned, yeah, it never dawned on us how much writing we were doing, because we were producing lots of other stuff at the same time, running mm-hmm. lots of other things. Um, but yeah, no, I actually, I, I still, I've got a film, I've got a film left in me. I still want to do a film. There's gonna be another film. I need to make up for, not make up for Backslasher, but I need to. Uh, <laughs> Backslasher was great for its time and its budget, but you can't ever say that. That's the that's the thing with filmmaking is that and and a lot of things even video games saying that it was good for the budget mm. 
because mm. it, it's difficult to say that because it just needs to be good and regardless of yeah. the budget. Yes. As a viewer or gamer, as a consumer, if you can't, if you if you don't even question that, if you don't even, if you have that experience, experience the 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 production, and you don't really think about it, then that's you know that's that's a good good thing because you you you, you don't want them to, to necessarily think about how much something really yeah. costs to make. I mean, it's just about the a good experience. It's the it's the smoke and mirrors, isn't it? That's why I like film. Because it's all about what happens in front of the camera. Yeah. That's all, we, that's all you have to worry about. Don't have to see what's yeah. going on over there. <laughs> no. Oh. Don't see all the wildlife in the back. Yeah. Just the, the front. Yeah. Just the front. Well, you know a bunch of actors already. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I'd, I'd love to get some FMV, um, some people that have been in the FMVs back into a, a film. But. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to be allowed to make a film again. Right. I don't know if we're ever going to have enough time to do to do these things. But I've just got to churn out another F- five F and I'm a big horror film fan, Brandy. You'll be pleased yeah. to know because the name of your podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, yeah, and yeah, and Backslash was a horror, and I definitely want to do another horror, um, another horror film for nice. sure. Nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm already like preemptively excited about that for whenever that whenever that comes like into play. Um, okay. The, the next FMV is going to be more, a slightly more horror, I think. Ah, uh, okay. pocket, yeah. pocket dreadfuls, pocket dreadfuls. Clements, have you managed to work your way into that game yet? Have you been like, please <laughs> let me be in that game? <laughs> where's that? Oh, I've, I've, I've just been to the kitchen and go, but where's my, where's my shapeshift mug? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but, you know, we'll see. But yeah, uh, yeah I'd love to work with them. Um, uh, Linda Tim again. It's, 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 it was such a great experience. So yeah. Um, yeah. we're away off casting at the moment. We're yeah, yeah we're not casting anybody, early but development, but yeah, mm. we would we'd like to have some people back for sure. Mm. Um, and also, we we love casting as well. Mm-hmm. So I mean, in Decca, we met, I think we had a hundred or so, maybe one hundred and forty or so people cast for it. Um, and in and in Shapeshift, it was about it was over. I keep it's saying closer to 700 yeah 650 mm-hmm. or more people so although it's a lot of people to see it's really it's cool being able to see all these characters brought to life by different people and their kind of interpretations of it and it, it does it make our job easier possibly yeah I mean mm. obviously if just one person turned up and said I want to be <laughs> I want to be Mariana then that's it you're married well done cast yeah but um yeah, yeah, we enjoy that. Yeah, part of it I really as well. love casting because um, just when someone does it and you're like, that's so cool. Yeah, we want that person. And, uh, I mean, Clemens game. was yeah. almost was very awesome. almost in um, in Doctor Decker. Yeah. Oh yeah, I auditioned for that. Yes, that's it. Yeah. I didn't know that. He made a very short list. He made a very very yeah, short list. He did. Yeah. yeah. He was almost. He was almost <laughs> in Decker. I could have seen him in Doctor Decker. <laughs> and was that? Um, it was for Bryce, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. so yes. Um, yeah. But but that's the thing about the casting process is um, looking at it from 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 your angle is you you. Sometimes you see you have something in mind for a role uh, as as a as a producer or casting director. You have something in mind, and then you sometimes <coughs> you have one actor who gives you exactly what you had in mind, but then someone another actor gives you something different which you hadn't expected, and, and perhaps then 
Yeah. You go, oh, wait yeah. a minute. I didn't expect that to, you know, to, to that inter- kind of interpretation. And you might you change your mind about, about uh, the, the kind of, the kind of uh, actor you want for the role. So that happens all the time. Sometimes as, as an actor, you can be at the receiving end of that, or you can benefit from that. Because, and the, but that's, that's, uh, that's, a, that's the process. Uh, ideally, you know, it's, it's, it's a kind of that, that openness where you know, sometimes you, 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 you do something different in, a, in an audition and then you, you, st- you still get, sometimes get hired because, you, because it surprises the, the, the people. Yeah. Who, yeah, no, it's, but you stand out more as well. Mm. You see, you see a lot of auditions and people are doing the same type of delivery, um, mm. and that's often like the one you've got in your head as a writer. It's it's sort of what's clearly on the page, but then mm. if you get an actor that comes along and gives you more than that, more nuance, more subtlety, or something bigger, something riskier, um, that's I mean that's really cool. I mean, Millen was. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, he played Bryce. He it was actually the first audition we rece- received. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, for Decker, for, for the part of Bryce. And although, so you got onto a list that wasn't very big because we thought we just, I mean, I don't know if you saw much of Bryce in the end in Dr. Decker, but the the way that Millen managed to play it, he was, it, he was verging on insane there. And it was, you wouldn't it wasn't overcooked in my opinion i thought that he did it really really actually, really well based on the edition and you said oh i really like that guy i think he does it really well and i was like mm, I, I think he's maybe a bit too much it's like um but then and also you got a group so we yeah, you need to you have to cast, cast for the so you can't have absolutely. two people that's, look the yeah, same. It's, it's got to work with the. It's got to be the 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 the, the, chem, the, the chemistry has to work both the anticipated chemistry because you don't know when you have you know F M V you often don't have um, the people there at the same time so you, uh-huh. it's just the chemistry with the camera so um, so yeah but yeah I mean that's that's uh, you, when you have a, when there's a limited cast you know there's and there's uh, hundreds of people auditioning I mean, you know there's the, you know. It's uh, as an actor, I you know uh, uh, when people ask me, oh okay, isn't that really um, such a um, uh, disheartening thing sometimes to not get cast? But then you know you, it, it, every actually every casting is an experience because you learn something from it, and you 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 know you just have to kind of embrace that process. You can't just there's, there there shouldn't be any there can't be any hard feelings about any particular project. So. Uh, and if you don't keep doing it, then you won't get any roles, I suppose. So yeah, you, have, you have to keep doing it. But um, yeah, it can be, I mean, for us as well, casting, it can be an agonizing decision sometimes because uh, it seems like such a big thing. Who is going to play these people? Because the, the acting is, you know, the, they are the characters on the screen and pe- the players are going to spend so much time with them. It's, it, it feels like such a, a major decision to make um well, you, well, a we, lot of we love seeing actors who who we feel possibly aren't as you know they don't they don't make the grade straight away because we can move on really quickly <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> well, that makes it easier and people are pretty good at what they're doing you got to, you, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. You got to really the ones where it's it. not an agonizing decision like, yeah, yeah i mean and there aren't that many to be honest as no. in even at the, all the auditions we got there's there's still pretty good level you know, of uh, of ability, I think. 
um, throughout. Yeah. So there's only very few where you think, oof, okay, no, maybe not. That's, um, but again, you know, we're saying as, as producers or casting directors even, then it may be they were making a choice and it just wasn't one we wanted. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so it doesn't necessarily mean that they can't act or anything like that, but just for that particular role, we weren't mm. happy with it. We don't often look at it and go, that was awful, let's have a look at their show role. <laughs> yeah. Why bother? <laughs> because you go, that was awful. You look at the show and go, they're amazing. What did they do that for? Because it's, yeah, it's, uh, you don't have the time. So. Right. I would not envy being in your position having to pick from like 700 different yeah. applications, audition tapes. It's no. Yeah, I, I it be, is a really enjoyable part. It's also really intense because yeah. we're trying to do it for Shapeshift. We we had less than a month to cast. I think Ooh. we're putting out the casting call to actually like we're going to have to send out the scripts. Um, it was less than a month, and that was really intense to obviously get through that number of applicants wow. uh, and and really be able to give it a lot of consideration. But um, it's yes. Yeah, it's a part I really enjoy. Quite enjoy. Yeah. There was no secret handshake either. Yeah. There's no, no. There's no quick way in. No, no I mean no. everybody was everyone auditioned apart apart from Ashlyn this time because we we announced her early, and we'd already said about redheads being killed off, and we thought, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, well it's kind of, do we yeah, know any redheads? Yeah, do we know any? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but again, we were worried about Mar- you know, about Mariano and being able to kind of. Do a second character for Ashton that people weren't going to say. Not her performing it, us writing it. Yeah, that the character wasn't as good we as Mariana, or you know, because people love Mariana, um, and we didn't want to sort of break it for Ashton. So now, so now <laughs> that Clemens has been Poe, if we write yeah. another role for Clemens that isn't Poe and he plays another role, it's we need to undo Poe and put back. I like to stretch myself as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, but you see what? So it's kind of like one of those things where you are breaking people's uh, perceptions of, of the previous character, and you're re- rewriting basically. Right. Well, the thing, but, I, but the thing is, uh, uh, in terms of in terms of Poe, I'd love to be you know Poe again. But when it's a when it's a character you really enjoy, then it's obviously someone like you know the character like Poe. I you know I, I, you know I, I can't wait. <laughs> but with other characters, of course, it's it's. Um, once you've done a certain type of character, often it's I feel that the next project I want to do is is really go against that yeah. because you you know once you uh, it's it's always nice to have certain niches to be in as an actor, but once you are in those niches, you can you know it's nice to then sometimes go all right I'm going to do something I'm going to surprise people I'm going to surprise myself, and do something completely different. Like a Shakespearean FMV game, for example. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Yeah. 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 I was Banquo in uh, Macbeth last year. Mm-hmm. It was my last Shakespearean role. So, uh, I wouldn't mind doing the yeah. FMB version of Banquo. Right. In yeah. <laughs> it's like, no man of woman born shall harm Macbeth. Okay, what will you choose? Do you want to tell him that that prophecy is totally <laughs> bogus? Or do you want to, like. <laughs> or do you want to, like, let him live in his own head? Like his own fantasy world? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a shake. Yeah, people know the story, though. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I could kind of like see the difficulties of that because Shakespeare's very like very much linear, so it'd be like very hard to like do branching options like off of that. Darn. He's not around to write any of the other choices, is he? Yeah, no. It's a tough one. <laughs> Unfortunately, unless you like build a time machine or something, go back and go you back. Did say F and B musical the other day? Yeah. F&B oh, musical. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, let's do the time warp again. <laughs> we were thinking, yeah, if Richard O'Brien wouldn't mind knocking up a few branching endings for, you know, Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror yeah. then that's uh, FMV. Yeah, there you go, there you go. And this film's going to be in Rocky Horror. Mm. <laughs> well, I, was, I, I was in a musical this year, I think I mentioned it. I was in a musical this year. Wait. Uh, but not Rocky Horror. No, not Rocky Horror. <laughs> um, but I, 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 I did a few horror films this year, but I did um, uh, a musical called V for Victory uh, in, in London. So, uh, yeah, so that, well, that was fun. Something, so, uh, again, I stretched myself. You know, I hadn't, you had hadn't sung, in, hadn't sung in, a, in, a, in, a, in a production before. So. <laughs> a man of many talents. <laughs> but I'm not sure what whether I, you know, I, I, whether I can pull it off with an FMV, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you get lots of tights. Yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking about it. That's right. Yeah, you get. Yeah, I think I think with the hundredth take, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get, the, <laughs> get the pitch and. The, no, Clever, you're supposed to be saying yes. I can definitely do that. <laughs> yes, I'm confident. I can read the lyrics off the teleprompter. That helps. <laughs> yeah. Leah dances, doesn't she? Leah was a dancer. Yeah. 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 Well, well, there you go. You got like the musicians. You got the dancers. It's just like you've I already got. You, you've got. You got a head start there already. And <laughs> a whole new audience as well. Yeah. yeah. People who have never heard of FMV, they'd be like, "Wow, <laughs> like this is great. <laughs> this is so great. Like now I have now I have to have an FMV musical. Darn it." <laughs> Uh, we, we may do a musical number. We may. We don't know. We yeah. We may. We may. We may just for fun. Because everyone else gets to do one. Joss Whedon got to do one. Yeah. Why, why can't we? Yeah. There's a music episode yeah. nowadays, don't they? Everyone I mean, has a music episode. Yeah. Yeah. So you you've got to have like just let them have their one. Just one. Just one. Yeah. Just think of it like Doctor Decker, yeah. one of the patients, just sings a lot. <laughs> 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 that would be interesting. And you have to ask your questions in rhyme to rhyme with their lyrics. Yeah, no. that'd obviously be story written. Yeah. Oh, like you want it, uh, no, to make it even, to make it even more interactive. You have to sing your question into the <laughs> yeah into the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't no. give away all the secrets, Clemens. No. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Too many spoilers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No one wants to hear my singing voice, so just no. <laughs> Sing stop. <laughs> yeah, I'll do like karaoke, but when it comes to like stuff like that, mm 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 mm. No. Got to sing, dance. So there's a lot of uh, coordination required. Mm-hmm. For... Yes, I don't have coordination. <laughs> absolutely, just like none. I will trip over myself. I was in a musical. I was yeah. in Guys and Dolls. Yeah, I played uh, Nathan Detroit in Guys and Dolls. So I've, how we met? I know it's how we met. Yeah, that's the Frank Sinatra well. part from the actual movie. But yeah, I can't really sing that well. But you know, Nathan Detroit didn't sing that well. Didn't need to in uh, in guys and dolls, but 
So yeah, I'm familiar with the old musical. Character. <laughs> so, well, unfortunately, I don't think Pocket Dreadfuls is going to be a musical or have like musical numbers <laughs> in it, especially since it is more horror based. That that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to suddenly like drop a musical number like right into <laughs> the middle of it. But I thought the title is what intrigued me at first. Pocket Dreadfuls. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but is it a play off of like the whole like Penny Dreadful magazines? Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yes. yes. Affirmative. <laughs> yeah. No, well, that was yeah. We actually we. There's a series as well, isn't there, called Penny Dreadfuls, which mm-hmm. we quite enjoyed the kind of gothic yes. Yes. horror stuff there. Um, so yeah, that it is inspired by that. And as much as one of the things we were thinking about was, and again, this there's nothing set in stone yet, but was perhaps shorter experiences, but more episodes of. So, more stories, but kind of... Hmm. Um, Possibly standalone, but linked, or Yeah, or... We, we got two or three <laughs> ideas, but essentially, um, it was to do as well with people's attention span, and being able to, um, you know, commit so much time to games. If you sit down and you in front of Netflix, for example, then, I mean, we do it all the time. How long is that? No. 20 minutes? Yeah, all right. 30 minutes? Yeah, all right. So, so <laughs> you, like, I'm ready for a 40-minute show. What's it going to be? Oh, okay, I've got an hour. I can do an hour now, so what's it going to be? So, in a way, might be interesting if we could um, section it off a bit more and have them complete episodes, as it were, but perhaps there might still be relatively long TV type length episodes but just that each one might be different so a bit more because going back to Decca a bit as well I think a lot of people like the different stories in Decca and each patient had their own kind of weirdness as it were um, so for Pocket Dreadfuls like you say they're all kind of um, the old kind of horror magazines books cartoon things that they used to be um, that they have a self-contained horror story that's going to reel you in and then spit you out again and then you're into the next one. And also um, because obviously one of the things um, with games is sometimes you you start playing it and you get to a certain point, you haven't been playing it for very long you're like, I know what this game's going to be you know Um, so we don't want people to get bored and as one of the things with Decker um, at the end of Act 1 we put in the, the Nathan Straight away. Thing, um, to to say uh, no, you don't know what this game's going to be. It's going to be a bit weird. Um, things, strange things are going to happen. Because um, um, so with the episodic thing with the pocket dreadfuls, there is an opportunity for us to mix it up a bit more. Um, Different locations. Yeah. Change the style even. Yeah. Uh, it depends. Yeah. That one's one. done. Yeah. What's going to happen uh, in the next? I mean, we had dream sequences and Decca, things like that. So, all sorts of um, weird and wonderful things that we could let ourselves run right with, basically. So. Oh. Fun things. <laughs> more in tone. I think we. We desperately want to be darker in tone. I don't know why. I think, really, you know, in many ways, Shapeshift was going to be darker, 
and it didn't really turn out as dark as we wanted it to be, I think. But it, it was it was quite dark still, but it, it wasn't really Decker dark no. in terms of um, mood for the whole thing. It was a little bit more upbeat, I think, Shapeshift, and possibly appealed to more people because of it. Because, I mean, some people maybe don't like horror kind of themes or... Or, you know, Cthulhu's even getting a bit of a, a panning lately, isn't it? Even Cthulhu can't show his face that much. So yeah. there's been a bit of a backlash about Cthulhu games and, uh, and Lovecraft-inspired mm. games. Um, but, yeah, we just... I mean, it's essentially, Shapeshift's come out. It's done. It's actually done really... It's done pretty well. We don't know exactly how well it's done because this is one of the fun things you can get when you have a publisher. <laughs> <laughs> is you, you can guess the sales. Um, yeah, we we know some we know some of the sales figures, and we, we think we're probably on the same kind of track in terms of we'll probably be able to make about the same as we did with Doctor Decker in terms of, of return, which is okay, um, not great because we spent four times as much on this than Doctor Decker. Uh. So for the next time around, we think you know we we definitely we want to have fun, we want to have fun, and we want you to have fun. And the money doesn't, you know, whether the money happens or not doesn't really matter because it, you know, it possibly won't again. But so let's have some, you know, we we want to have more fun. We want everyone to have more fun. So we just end up. Pocket Dreadfuls gives us this kind of vehicle that we can do lots of different things in. But it, there'll be there'll definitely be common threads. Yeah. We definitely mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. a new uh, a new let's call it a delete button. It's not a delete button, but it's a new thing that will be very cool um it won't be hard to, to use but it'll be very cool um and you won't it we won't necessarily have seen it before in fmb games but it, it will t- it will turn it on its head a little bit it'll be nice it'll allow us to do different things um that's oh, really bad isn't it i can't say it but it's it, it yeah it's that bit alone this kind of mechanic that we're thinking oh, we're putting in, not thinking that will go in it hmm. is going to make it pretty cool that it, it, it's got me so excited like already like just hearing about it you know write it already yeah no we, it needs to we every time we write something we want it to be better than the last thing we did anyway um but it's, so i think that in decker we had stories that were deep because yeah you you had six characters and you could just ask them the questions so the the, the stories are really deep in shapeshift we say the stories are really wide because they're, they're, they're kind of shorter, really, because you have lots of different people asking about the same story. So we shot, shot a lot of video still, but you, you can't get the depth that you could with Decker with just six characters answering questions. So we were definitely returning to depth for, for, for Pocket Dreadfuls. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's definitely going to be fun. So it's definitely going to be fun. And hopefully we can get it all done and produced out next year again. Uh, 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 as soon as we can but we've got a few murder mystery games to, that we kind of need to write because uh, need to keep that side that plate spinning but yeah it's going to be it's going to be fun I mean, huh? so, I was so so uh, amazed at how quickly I mean casting filming post-production then releasing it in the same year that, that that's uh that's not easy. I mean, it's just, uh, no. I, don't, I don't envy you. Envy you to do all, everything in in um, the same year. We're full time. We're working it full time, so it's not as hard as it sounds. I mean, it is. I know it's it's still a short Very, length yeah, of time, but a lot of indie developers will be will have day jobs. Mm. 
and they're having to do their games at night or at weekends or in their spare time as well. So, you know, if I was an indie developer with a day job and I had to do mm-hmm. Decker or Shapeshift, then those games are going to take three years. Yeah, because I don't have the time. We don't yeah, have the time, but. yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of, it, that kind of, it's exciting to, like, hear about, like, all the new stuff that uh, Deveki Studios has in the works. Uh, and Clemens, anything new for you? Well, obviously there's going to be new stuff for you coming up. That's kind of a silly question, but anything that you can share, actually? Um. Well, I worked on, just like the musical I mentioned earlier, um, that one is still being developed to be brought back to the stage next year uh, in, in London. And I've, I've this year, um, there's two other stage productions that I worked on this year. And in both of them, I played Sigmund Freud. Um, <laughs> but they were ri- di- di- totally different uh, writers, different teams, but they're also, both of them, um, supposed to be brought back again for 2019 so there's basically three stage productions that even and even though and i'm not I'm, I'm not much of a stage actor anyway so it's quite <laughs> it's quite different for me as well um, uh, uh, because i mostly do voice work and screen work but it's uh, it's quite exciting to know that there's going to be three uh stage shows next year that um are returning um and they're still being kind of tweaked and uh developed so that's um yeah so that's that's happening next year um, and of course, hopefully, um, more games and uh, some some films as well. Do you like the stage? Do you like the stage? Sorry. Uh, I, I so do. I ask a lot of actors, and they say they prefer the stage. It's like their favourite thing. Is to yeah. Do stage I mean, some, some actors feedback. obviously they they start uh, in the industry, and that's what that's what they do. Um, but I've always I've always enjoyed the variety. So for me, it's. Uh, uh, I've never, I've never wanted to just be, just be in one medium. So, so, uh, but I do enjoy it. It's, it's a different process. It's a different experience. Um, but I do enjoy it. But I think my, 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 my true passion is, is uh, in, in, in front of the camera, and it's, and in games as well. The voice work in games. Um, so, uh, but I, I enjoy it all. <laughs> Yay! We have now broken the record for the longest podcast episode of Terrorific Talk. <laughs> da, 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 da. So now, like, yeah, another milestone for the podcast. It's been yeah. it's been awesome. So I say that this would be a good spot to start winding down and taking like some last questions from people in chat. So let me go back up. Okay. Oh, is anybody still there? Yeah, Ashley. We you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys and chat like so much for if you've been here like the entire if whether you just popped in, whether you've been here for the entire two hours, just like wow. I'm surprised that your butts are not numb yet. But thank you so much for like watching uh the podcast, like for especially if you've been here the entire two hours. Wow, wow, wow. We salute you. <laughs> Yes, we have, but that's what a podcast is for, right? A silent podcast would be kind of strange. I like it. Yeah. Let's try, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, just input text, Julie, input your questions like a Dr. Decker. Like, I think it should be lots of looks. Yeah. 
that was a lot of fun to film as well. Those, those kind of in between, those bits when you know the the, the bits when uh, the, when you're not when you're not asking a question. So those those. Oh, hmm. yeah. The comedy the way it's kind of stroke my beard. Yeah, I uh. <laughs> yeah, stroke my beard and raise my brow and like. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness! You wouldn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, shh. Yeah, you you promised you'd never speak of that again. <laughs> and let me go back up and like see if um okay that question's been answered. Uh, my chat was kind of acting up like four. A little bit. Um, okay, uh, Tiana Studios. I had a comment before their question, but they said, uh, "No, Devaki uh, won't get flattened. Not with your guys' style of storytelling. You've got a huge following, guys." They wanted to make sure that they pointed that out, and yeah, definitely true. Tiana making their own game, yeah. So they're they're also making the FMB game. Uh huh. July, I think. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yes, yes, and I get to have them on my podcast as well, like closer to the game's release. So that's in the works. Spoiler alert for people who don't know. That's <laughs> oh, cool, cool. so that is exciting. Like I'll just have all the F and like developers, like every single one of them, just like on my podcast at some point, <laughs> like more than once, probably. Yes, and I, then, I have to rename it the FMV. Podcast. Yeah, so F yeah, F and B hours. <laughs> or more than like F and B like five hour no god, I don't know if I can sit I can like Yeah, yes. It's a branching podcast. <laughs> oh, Tiana Studios is asking everybody your favorite horror horror movies, if you have one. Ooh. Or more than one. Uh, I, I would say uh, don't look now. Um, is certainly one of my favorites. You know, the director who made Don't Look Now with Don Sutherland, Julie Christie, um, he died recently, Nicholas Roque. Um, but he, he's a, he, he, his body of work is amazing. But certainly from all his movies, it would be Don't Look Now, which is a um, very intense film. Very, very poetic as well. But yeah, I can recommend it. But it's very, it's very uh, dark and intense. But uh, really? dark. It's, uh, I really like it. But yeah. And of course, films, films, uh, uh, that are uh, inspired or you know based on Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> of course, because <laughs> that's you know R Roger Corman is one of my favorites. And when I saw the um, you know the 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 the, um, uh, the, uh, the um, visuals that um, you guys made for the for the for the, the for our radio broadcast, yeah. the 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 the, the, the colors um, and that that re that reminded me a lot of uh, Roger Corman. So, uh, it was like yeah. 1960s, 1960s Gothic horror. Director. Hey, Tim and Linda, any favorite horror films? Uh, well, Tim's the real horror buff, and I mean, I, I think I I watched Hellraiser far too young, um, which probably put <laughs> me off horror films quite a bit. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah. I watched, watch I, I watched Alien. I think that's probably the the first the when I was young, younger, too young. I watched Alien, and I thought, "Oh, this is just a movie about being in space." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was quite good. But uh, Kubrick, Shining. If I'm going to go yeah, old school, yeah, I do like The Shining. I like, you know, I. The thing is, you get. I love films like 
like that. So Shining is one of my favourite films, and then you get all this stuff come out about what Kubrick treated his act- actors and mm-hmm. what type. It, it's, uh, I wish I could unhear it all, but I do. I, yeah, I like the, the Shining old school and Scream. 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 Some people hate it. Some some people love it. I thought it was. I like the writing. I thought Kevin Williamson did good. So Scream, when it had all its in jokes about the horror genre and the slasher, um, you know uh-huh. the way the slashes worked. I, yeah, I thought it was quite clever in in the way that it looked looked in on itself. So, and then more recently, what was the what's the last horror we watched? Get Out. Oh, oh that was, yeah, that was yeah. Pre- that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It was kind of like unit that wasn't the last one. No. What's the last one watched? Oh, I don't know, but that was why I <laughs> get out. No, I think that was the last one watched. I checked my list. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We only watch dodgy romantic comedies and things, so it's yes. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't get out start like a romantic comedy, and then it turns dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. It we, we, I thought this was a romantic comedy. Oh, yes. yes. Like, oh, we watch a lot of TV, actually. So oh, okay. Um, yeah, things like Penny Penny Dreadfuls. Um, Hannibal, we watch. What was the recent horror TV thing we were watching? I can't remember. Sabrina? No. We did what we have watched some of that. Yeah. We watched a lot of the horror TV series, actually. Mm. A lot of the horror TV series. Well, we we are part way through um, Haunted of Hill House because everyone says that yeah, it's really that good and have torture. Yeah, and we're about three or four episodes into that, I think. And they're right, so. But yeah, Buffy, Buffy Angel, you know, kind of classic kind of horror, yeah. even though the you know, Matt's made horror, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, my, my first experience was Hellraiser, like far too young, like Linda. But, but I've, I, fortunately, that didn't turn me off of horror completely, so I'm I'm happy for that. What's your favorite film? Um, the Thing, John Carpenter's Thing. Oh, yes. yes, the original one. Yes. Um, let's see. Um, the one he made in 1982. Um, who goes there? Basically, I know is what is based off of uh, John W. Campbell's um, novella. Who goes there? I haven't seen the one made in the 50s. So if we're talking like original, original. That's yeah, based I, on it. Yeah. 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 But yeah, th- that would have to be like my absolute favorite, just because the whole again the constricted setting, the isolation that the characters experience, and the fact how the enemy is unknown. That's like the scariest thing to me about that movie. Yeah, it's a common thing, isn't it, in horror? Yeah. The isolation and... Mm. Gotta get them alone. Yes! Uh, <laughs> right, so it looks like there's one last question directed uh, about the uh, directed towards the editing and coding process of uh, Shapeshift. How long did that take? So the editing and the coding process for the game, like all told, from start to finish, how long did that take? I mean, the coding was... Um, part and parcel of the writing in a lot of ways because um, a lot of it went into the ink file with the variables and the, the branching and this leads to that and this uh, video is going to play um, Wales, did the, Wales did the front end interface mm. I mean they started on it and finished it in a couple of months but I don't know how much time they actually spent on it whether that was flat out kind of full days in Unity so they, they pulled it all together in Unity and that must take them a couple of months the ink, the scripts took about four months to write. But yeah, it's hard to dissect that from the... So put them together, say the coding was maybe four months. 
and then the uh, the editing was about two months for two people so we're talking to people the whole time mm. so yeah it's and the there writing, was a lot of editing yeah the writing probably wasn't um... the writing might not have taken four months if we didn't do four rewrites yeah but it did take four months oh so like a month per rewrite on average well on yeah, average. the very first version you should have seen it I mean I think we still got it somewhere but if you could imagine going around asking everybody the same question multiple times as all the other characters it was pretty boring and we thought this isn't going to work. This sucks. So, although, yeah, we, we actually, we looked at the topic-based system for contradiction, yeah? So, in contradiction, it was topic-based, wasn't it? And you had a topic, and then you went and asked everybody the same topic. So, we looked at that, and we thought, yeah, that's cool. We, you know, maybe we could work something with that. But then when you shape-shift into nine people and ask the same topic and get the same answer, not as fun. <laughs> not as fun. No, I, that, that would be... <laughs> well, hey, like all ideas have to start somewhere, right? Absolutely. Yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was a bit of hacking around, wasn't there, with the early script and um, yeah, well, the, there's still parts in the script that are like where it says Act Five, but really that was hmm. Act Three because we hacked out loads of parts. And... But they don't take that long to code. Is the bottom line? I don't think they 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 are even Decker. The thing that took the longest in deck was the keyword um, associations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not the actual coding. The mm-hmm. coding is essentially uh, is a is a bit of a video player, if we're being honest. Yeah, because it needs to play videos mainly. So it depends if you've got anything else going on. Yeah. So right, for an interactive right. film, you've got a button on the screen, you press it, it takes you somewhere else. If you've got ink doing all the data, then it becomes it's it's playing videos back to back. Um, a lot of the actual data coding, in terms of have you annoyed Violet enough to get one of her cutscenes, that was done in the ink. So again, the front end didn't deal with any of that. And for Decker, the front end again just played videos that we were queuing up from the data in the back end. So you split them apart. I should imagine like anybody who's done a two D platform game has probably spent a lot more time coding than we've had to uh, but not as much time filming but not as much time filming oh, <laughs> probably but again traditional games take ages don't they they've yeah. got all the artwork and all the you know still got all that other stuff so i mean w- w- i'm saying we get it i think we get it easy or we can do mm-hmm. or at least we can concentrate more on the on, on the filming and the editing you, you get this kind of artwork here yeah, yeah, you get the, you get the human face and the human form. Like, what more beautiful artwork is that? It, it's, it's, Every it's week, we get those we get those reviews all the time. Best graphics, <laughs> lifelike yeah. graphics. Yeah, it's like these are so lifelike. How did you do? It's like, well, let's see. Uh, we auditioned like real actors, and we used like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything you see, we animated. It might look like Clemens, but that was mocap, and then uh, yeah, billions of dollars went into that just to make it look like Clemens again. Yeah. Mocap is a lot of fun. I mean, uh, I've done a bit, but it's it's a lot of fun. So I don't mind. I don't mind being mocapped, and and then I do the voice. <laughs> I don't mind at all. 
Okay, Toyota Studio says great answers. Thanks. Like, well, great questions. Like from yeah. from you and Good from luck. yeah. Yeah, like from you and from everybody else, like in chat, just like excellent questions. And so thank you to my chat for hanging out in the podcast for now almost like two and a half hours. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> broken like the record there. Yes. We never overproduce. I don't yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, of course not. Of course not. And... Oh. <laughs> so and then to Tim and Linda and Clemens once again thank you for taking almost two and a half hours out of your evening to come on Terrific Talk and talk some shape-shifting detective with me and what's uh, coming next for you all I greatly appreciate it thank you it's Thanks, been a you. lot of fun Thanks, yeah. awesome. Linda's yeah. first video appearance so yeah. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, I was able to get her. I you got her on. My face. Yes. <laughs> just like no, it was just like it would just have been like a blank square, just like all you the hair was her voice. <laughs> slightly yeah. <laughs> slightly squared out, the kind yeah. of yeah, uh, security footage. Or just like a stick image. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they all said, were they going to act with a tennis ball and a stick? So and we're just going to do it in post. Yeah. There we go. All right. Tennis ball and a stick. So you said about, do we act in our own game? Would we act in our own game? I could be a tennis ball and a stick. I think we could do that. There, there you go. She's trying to round us up now. Yeah, no, sorry. Carry on. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, that's okay. Just like I was about ready to ask, any parting words? Thank you for playing our games. Yeah. Thank you very, exactly, very much yeah. for playing our games. Um, we hope that you keep doing that, and we hope that we keep making good enough games to, to for you to spend your time on. And thank you for having us here to talk about them. And Clemens, thanks to mm. no, none of the actors get paid for these appearances yeah. or anything. They, they, I really enjoyed myself. Oh, good. Thank I'm so glad. Thank you for sending the biscuit. So thank you very much. Yeah, I, I'll pay you all with my love and admiration. <laughs> we'll take it. There yeah, we exactly. go. <laughs> there exactly. yeah. Okay, and to all of my, all of the chat and the community out there, um, stay terrific, everybody, and I will catch you again soon. So, bye, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy Thank you all so very much for listening to this week's episode of Terrific Talk. If you have any feedback or questions for me, please direct them towards my Twitter at Brandykins1982 or at the Terrific Talk Twitter at Terrific Talk. Also, if you're interested in becoming a patron of this podcast, please go to patreon.com 
slash brandykins. So until next time, stay terrific.